episode 15 of Talk About Board Games has just rode into town. And on it, we talk about our trip to Fantasy Flight Games, discuss the real Old West, and we wrangle a playthrough review of Dice Town. This is episode 15, and I am still Fred, and this is my wife still. Nicole. (laughs) Good to know. Hi. We have a good episode here today, don't we? Sure. Yeah? I hope so. You know, there's like, we're in the post-Gen Con season now. Yeah. So this is like, you know, the next like three months is just like game release, game release, game release. Which is, I mean, really, this is kind of similar to what I think video games Always were as well. I mean, everything's kind of centered around our Christmas season. Well, was it centered around Christmas? Or well, yeah, I guess it was. I think when, it is. When, when's E three? It, it usually happens sometime in like June. Usually, sometime around in June. And they just announce <clears throat> it though. They announce it, but all those games come out Later. in the last three months, right? Like, do you think? I you mean, know, honestly, everything <clears throat> is all about selling it for the holidays. Yeah, I mean, because you know how, like, they say that, you know, 70% of, you know, the national domestic, pro- you know, you know, profit or whatever okay, comes. Okay, this is a fake statistic that you just pulled out of the air. Sources point to <laughs> 70% of our gross domestic product is not. So, like, most, like, they'll say that, like, you know, 70% of the dollars spent it's- in our commerce happened in the last three months. I know when I was working retail... It was that last quarter was was huge, yeah. huge. Well, I mean, and, and do you think that would people just not buy things if we didn't release it in that three months? No, they'd still buy it. Then just, why why do we center I don't on know, it I so much? I think it's easier to plan. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> wow, this is like a whole philosophical economics discussion. That I was not prepared Well, because for. I was sitting here <laughs> thinking, you know, Gen Con happens, and I'm seeing all these great releases, and I'm thinking, I would buy these any month of the year. Yeah. I don't need a holiday to motivate me to buy games. Okay, stuff. well, it's, I don't think they're doing it because of that. They're doing it because of Gen Con, because that's different, too. This is not stuff that's waiting for the holidays for you to be able to buy it. This is them having a big convention where everybody gets together. They can show stuff off. They can demo things. They can play things. But they this can isn't the only convention. Buy- well, I know, but it's like the big one. It can't. It doesn't have to be. For the U.S. anyway. It doesn't have to be, though. Well, yeah, but then you've got Essen coming coming soon. Too. Isn't that like next month or something? But see, Essen is too late for the holiday season, so... <laughs> No, it's not. It's still before. Most Essen games don't come out here in the United States. Is it on December 24th? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah? Well, I, I don't know. Well, I'm saying that most Essen games are not slated for an end-of-the-year release in the United States. So we just sort of ignore them. I think Gen Con represents well, the last possible chance. to go. But see, it's still centered around this. Now, this is, this is predominantly, I would say, Gen Con even as a convention, is predominantly a hobbyist convention. Wouldn't you? Well, yeah. So as a hobbyist... Who else is going to go <laughs> sit saying. around with 50,000 of their total right. strangers to play games? When, so, so, okay, so then, then why 
does Gen Con still get dictated by the Christmas season? It doesn't. It's just they've slated it to happen in August. No. They no. had a 10-year commitment <laughs> to have this convention on these dates. I mean, if you look for five years from now, they still have dates. I think it's five years from now still. Yeah. They still have the, the dates are already planned. They're done. And they moved it up this month or mm-hmm. this year. So it's like the end of July instead of the middle of August, yeah. which bummed me out. Of course. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> and that's six months away, sort of. Five months away. I don't know. I still look at it because because of how much well, stuff is coming out there. There must be a, a reason for all that product coming out at that one time. And it's not just the convention, I don't think. I still think that maybe even hobbyists I are motivated by the Christmas season. Maybe. Probably. But I think you're still putting a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, conspiracy theory spin. Let me just tell you this. On this. I believe that Santa is it, Claus is, is the alien, alien that seeded bacteria <laughs> onto Earth. <laughs> That's where we all came from. Right. Okay. Okay? Right. And the first present given on Earth was bacteria into the water. You're a weirdo. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) So can we, like, talk about actual games now? Yeah, I think we can. Let's see what got played. (laughs) We like to game with gods. We like to game with dice. So this is what we say. When the chips were gone and the sun came up, hey, let's see what got played. What did get played, Nicole? Well, you go first. I have to. I always. I, this is all right. Then I'll start. I'll start with a softball. A softball. That's you right. Played softball. No, this is a softball right to your ear holes. The uh, <laughs> the uh, I, I played diamonds again. Now we had talked about playing diamonds because I got it at Comic Con, but I hadn't. You know, we only played it the one time with Matt and Brianna. And yeah. I got a chance to play it again. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you on 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 replays of this, it's oh man, it's so obvious that what you're doing is playing spades with a couple of little gimmicks thrown in on top of it yeah no i'm not saying spades is bad it's good though yeah 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 it was it was super fun yeah it it still has the same base strategy though if you've played spades enough to kind of figure out how to reduce suits in your hand and and you know this the trick mechanisms or the uh the uh little suit uh effects Mm -hmm. that, that come into it you're wanting to get those every turn. So if you if someone starts a, a trick of diamonds, if you're not going to win that trick, you don't want to play a diamond. And the only way not to play a diamond is if you play a different suit instead. And the only way you can you play that, that other suit is if you can, as long as you don't have a diamond in your hand. Right, yeah. But when you play you- a suit that's not the suit that was played, you immediately get the effect of that suit. Right. So you're 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 basically hoping that someone has all diamonds in their hand and you have everything but diamonds in your hand, and they get sort of but diamonds. Now the <laughs> they, they have all the diamonds though. I thought you got diamonds for your diamonds. You do, like diamonds. Don't you want well, diamonds then? Well, that that's have? that is the preferred suit to have the run on, like the <laughs> ideal hand. Okay, the ideal hand in diamonds. This is the truth. If you had. Because you get, like, I think six cards or something like that. Six or seven cards. No, you get ten. Ten cards. I did cards. not play the game recently. Maybe it's ten. You have some cards. But you get you get a stack of cards, and it's ten, and then you pass three of them to the person on your left. Okay. And then you get three from the person on your right, and then you have your hand of ten cards. Right. Your ideal hand in this game would be the 15 of diamonds, 
all the way down to the five of diamonds. But that's never going to happen. Th- what if are you talking happened, about? Okay, let's cheating. here we go. That would be you pocketing the cards and then doing your little magic-y flippy card like, motions. Who are you talking to here? That would be you, sir. <laughs> no way. The... Uh, but that would be the ideal hand. Right. And then if you were the lead on that on that turn, you could play the 15 of diamonds and run the whole table all the way down. And, and every time, because it's but ideal. that wouldn't be a game. The reason diamonds suit is ideal is because you take a diamond from the supply and you put it in your vault, which means it's banked two points. Right. You're not putting it in front of your vault, which is the showroom. You're putting it in your vault and from no supply to your it. vault. Right. Yep. That's why that would be ideal. Right. Well, yeah. Don't, don't. That's why it's called diamonds. Don't, well, yeah, me. That's why it's not spades. <laughs> if it were spades, that game was already made. What's the made, spades effect? The spade effect stole. is, in this game, is you take it from your, your uh, showcase and put it into your vault. So it has to be out in front where everybody can steal it, and you take it from out in front and put it away. That's right. the spade effect. That's why it's not called spades. Right. Because then you, well, that's a different game. I had a pretty good time playing this, though, and I played it with, uh, not me. What? I know. That's a shocker. No, it's not. The reason I didn't win is because Travis had terrible cards, and RC was able to run the table a couple times in a row, and that's all it takes. And RC won? (sighs) You let RC win? Not on purpose. He already has a cola named after him. Oh, my God. I never on purpose would I let him win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, so what else got played, Nicole? Well, I played with Angela at work. We played the Cartoon Network Flux. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Flux. I like Flux. It's a good time <laughs> passer game and this oh one of course goodness. is a little bit different than all the others it's but i mean it's it's a lot more similar to your just basic flux like there weren't any kind of uh uh what were those ones in the wizard of oz where you've got your keepers and oh you're the creepers it didn't have anything like that the fun stuff well no it's got some fun stuff but here's here's my only big problem with with uh cartoon network flux yeah and for anybody who hasn't played Flux, it's the basic, you've got, when you start the game, you get each get three cards, and the only rule is you uh, draw a card and you play a card. That's it. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to win until you actually place a goal out there, and then you get these keeper cards. If your keepers match the goal, then, waha, you win. Right. And that changes throughout the game based but on what cards you play. But what's a creeper? Creepers are ones that make it so you can't win, but those are in the... Oz edition. Also in the Cthulhu. They're in the Cthulhu one, too. So each edition has, like, different effect cards that they introduce for that particular flux genre game. Yeah. And this one didn't have any of that. But what it did have was cards like, um, you'll win if you have the three Powerpuff Girls. Or you'll, if you... So there was, like, some suit matching. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, which is kind of fun. So, but but part of it, I, I don't watch all the Cartoon Network which ones do you shows? watch? Well, I know Johnny Bravo, and I know who Samurai mm-hmm. Jack is, but I've never watched the show. And yeah. then they had like Dexter that I don't Dexter's know. Dexter's Laboratory. Laboratory Kid. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch that one. Okay. So when I when there was a card that said you can steal someone else's keeper as long as they're from the same series yeah. as ones that you have on your in front of you. Yeah. I don't know who's in what. <laughs> so like, there's a little monkey. I don't know what where the monkey. Who'd came you play from. this with? With Angela. Does she know all those cartoons? She knew more than I did. I know. But we still didn't have an effect. Or like, we still didn't actually take advantage of that effect. 
because we're both just like I. So I if someone was like a, a a Cartoon Network junkie, they would, they, they would, would actually have an advantage in this game as far as just the absolute chaos that is yeah. Flux, which is interesting. Really, they had some good cards <sighs> like that. Yeah, I thought it 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 they did a good job with the theme, you know, but provided you know your Cartoon Network shows. Got to study up. Yeah. So, but I think I actually still won. Yeah. Luck based because it's it's still primarily luck. Yeah. You know. I never flux being yeah. what? It's, I got lucky. I, I I don't believe that that those statements have ever been made in connection to flux. Yes, but it was on clearance <laughs> at Target, so it was like five bucks. Yeah. And is it worth it? A five dollars? Totally. Is it, is it? Totally. Wow. I like flux though, so yeah. you would not think it's worth five bucks for flux. <sighs> I just. I'm a poet. <clears throat> now you know it. Yeah. <laughs> What else do we play? Uh, the last thing we played is you and I. Now, this is one we found out we had played. Yeah. But you and I got a chance to pull out an old Steve Jackson game, and I think it's still in publication. It's called Shea Geek. Well, this was Shea <clears throat> Geek 3, wasn't it? This Well, we have, I have three. Like, I have the original Shea Geek, the expansion, and then the third expansion, too, all oh. together in that one box. Right. I know you're like, that didn't seem like three expansions were the stuff. That was a lot of cards. Yeah, was it? it? Yeah, it was a lot of cards. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I believe it. Shea Geek is, it's sort of a, uh, I don't know. Flux similar game. I would say it's kind of flux, <laughs> fluxy on the, on the luck level. Uh, in it, you, uh, you're going to draw a character and you have like these, your character card is what your job is, is all it is. So you're drawing a job card is what you're doing. And it tells you how much money you make every turn, and you don't get to keep money from turn to turn. It's just how much you have each turn. And then it also tells you how much free time you'll have. And sometimes those stats are split with a little slash in the middle of them. And in that case, you have to roll a die, and it's a high-low situation. So it's one to three, and you get the first number, four, five, six, and you get the the other number. Now, the funny thing is, this comes out, this, this came out like in an era where they would just not include components that were common. Sort of like uh, the the company Cheap Ass Games, they would do the same thing. They would say, "Here's the deck of cards that's unique to this game, but you've got your own tokens and playing pieces and stuff from other games that you've already purchased. So why should we increase the price with those things?" And this has the same thing. You need a die. You need some sort of counters to keep track of your uh, your slack because that's ultimately what you're trying to do in this game. Is you have you know, a slack total that you're supposed that you have to get. To. I think we could have kept track of the slack pretty easily without counters. Well, we could have written it end. down on a piece of paper. I don't but think we, we needed to. I mean, we had the cards there. No way. I would have called you a cheat at some point. Well, probably. <laughs> no. the, uh, but you, so you're trying to get a certain slack, and that's what the thing tells you. You've got your free time. You've got your income. You've got your slack total that you're trying to reach, and usually there's like some special ability, which I don't remember really using mine. I didn't have one. Yeah, you did. I did? You just didn't look at it. Really? Yeah. What was mine? I, I think it was, uh, you know, you doesn't read cards. <laughs> your ability. I don't remember having anything special. You did. I had other cards that said, no, you did have special on yours because yours was like, if you have the jalopy car, you don't have to pay for That's it. That's right. And then what's the first round? What do you do? I stole the jalopy car. Unbelievable. Whatever it was. It was the hoopty car. Was it the hoopty car? <laughs> I don't care. I don't know. But this thing, uh, the, the fun part about this game is just how self-aware it is and just how like it, it just sort of celebrates sort of, uh, you know, geeky slacking kind of things mm -hmm. you know that's that's the whole point is that you're just trying to waste time so it might be something it's, like uh it's not a family friendly <laughs> game though I, I would say you don't think so 
No, they were talking about booze. Oh, there was and, booze. And, there's... and there was a drug reference oh, there in there. Was? There was? Yeah, so I don't, really? don't pull it out for the kids. No. no I'm pretty no. sure you used the drug It was reference. not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, in your face re- drug reference, but it yeah. was enough that I wouldn't recommend it for children. Yeah. So uh, every turn you are splitting up your turn and you're purchasing cards out of your hand. You draw back up to your hand amount and you can discard all the way down to one card every turn if you didn't play down. And you're basically playing as many cards as you're out of your hand using your two resources of free time and money. Mm-hmm. Uh, money is used on a shopping trip, which takes one free time to do, and activities take one free time to do any activity card. And you may end up watching TV. Yeah, or... and you can invite friends over for no free time at all it just and do it. Or you can send friends over yeah. to your opponent, which yeah, is so like, unfortunate. Like you sent like the, the frat boy over to my place, and it meant that if I had alcohol, I would lose slack right. for every alcoholic beverage. But he would stay at my house whether there was alcohol or not. Right. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's not too bad a game. I mean, yeah. but it's it's very luck based, and it'd probably really shine with a large larger group of people. It's one of those games that I think I appreciated the theme a lot more when we were in college than I do now. <laughs> now I'm kind of like, <laughs> that's funny and whatever. But when I was in college, it was like, yeah, I could totally relate. Where, where's where's the pizza? <laughs> I'm I'm just going to sit here and watch TV. Yeah. Oh, I have to buy a book. Okay, fine. You know. Well, I think it's not too bad. And I think I think it could be one of those later night, uh especially if you're having some sort of social get together where maybe gaming was only part of the focus for the night. Yeah. By the end of the night, once people are not really into reading rules because of usually some sort of, you know, chemical addition, they probably could still play this game and pull it off and probably would be really entertained by this. Yeah. I think that's the ideal candidate for this. Probably this, the same crowd that plays Cards Against Humanity at the end of a party yeah, would enjoy but, this. Would, yeah, they'd appreciate this. You know? So, so it's, it's not bad. If you're into getting inebriated or something, then you'd probably enjoy it during that state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not so complicated that you couldn't enjoy a yeah, couple beverages and still understand how to play. So. It, it's, it's two pages of rules, and it's... Yeah. It took it took no time at all. About fifteen fun, minutes a game. It was nice. We were, we just played it while we were making making dinner. Yeah, you know. So and it was we had to stop partway through. Yeah. Uh, Check the oven. Look inside or whatever. What we, no, what'd we eat? It doesn't it, matter. I thought we had spaghetti. <laughs> Did we get spaghetti? No. We didn't. I don't know what we had. I don't either. It wasn't Anyhow. spaghetti. No. It doesn't matter. I'm sure it was delicious. <laughs> I know but, it was. Edit. The best meal I've ever had. <laughs> no, <kidding. laughs> no uh, so <clears throat> that's, that's what we got played. played. Yeah, this, was, did you play anything? I didn't. Get, I played the the flux. Anything else? That was it. That's it. We were gonna play the uh, the Catan the dice game. Yeah, but then you didn't got get around to you just it. Got too mad that day, didn't you? No, I just didn't have time. So. Well, uh, the good news is that's not actually all we played, is it? Well, no, because we also entirely. played more of our five for five, didn't we? Of course. All right. All right. Let's go through it again and make sure we got it. Count us off, Bill. One, two, three, four. This is a five for five update. Now, for those of you who may be tuning in for the first time, I'll just iterate because I haven't for a long time, that this is the progress on five games that we've had in our collection for a while that we've decided to play five times, and we've committed to this, and we don't right. allow ourselves to play other games until we've played one of these games at least one time on any given day. 
So if I pick a game in our collection and say, hey, I want to play that game today and it's not on the five for five list, I have to play a game on the five for five list and then I can play the game that I want to play. Right. <coughs> I know it sounds ridiculous, but when That's you have a sizable collection, you keep task. moving with your games. Well, and I mean, the, the how I'd originally heard about this concept was people saying playing 10 games 10 times, yeah. but they were going to take a full year to do it. Mm-hmm. So... I just don't want to play a game ten times because I even my very favorite game, if I I mean, it would have to be a year then mm-hmm. and then that wouldn't be very entertaining. Well and for despite the show. despite the fact that we that we commit to five times, a lot of times we'll play it like three or four times and say just bow out and say enough or it's going on the cell pile. I have nothing I else I'm gonna to get out of this. Again. Yeah. <laughs> and see that's that's sometimes a, a side effect, but Well it, it's a side effect of, of learning the game more and playing it in it, you know, over and over again for sure. Yeah. You really start to learn. Does this hold it you know, does this have legs for five times in a couple weeks, you know? Yeah. If I had this for the next two years, would I ever yeah. come back to it? Yeah. So now on our current list, uh we're not gonna go over the list right here, but we have completed one of the games. If you want to hear the whole list and you have not listened to our previous episode, listen please to. listen to our previous episode. <laughs> please go back and listen to episode 14. She means listen to. Listen to. Episode Sorry. 14. Look, okay, I was trying to make a funny voice. <laughs> All right. Apparently it was too funny. <laughs> no, apparently it was sketchy. The, uh, <laughs> so this week, though, we uh, finished up Flux the Board Game. Lots of flux. Can you believe this you know, flux again, an episode? Again, again, <laughs> it was on clearance. Oh my it was goodness. At, it was at Barnes and Noble. It was a red dot sale. A couple, yeah, half like off. That, like a year ago or something. Was it? No, it was, it was last fall. One year. Wow, it's spring. almost fall. Was it? Well, I don't remember. No, winter then. It was win- the winter sale. You can it keep making stuff. Okay, ago. fine. It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. My goodness. I picked I, it up. Your passions are weird. I brought it home. <laughs> We set it upstairs, and you never wanted to look at it again. So I finally said, let's put it on the five for five, so Fred will actually play it. Now, just so you guys know, when we choose these five for fives, we do have a veto process where I could have added something on instead of this. But one of the options she had was Mage Knight the board game. And I tried to tell her, look, this is going to be three hours every single time we play this. I don't think it's going to stand for five times. We're going to play that sometime. We'll play it, but not five times. Okay, that's what you say. (laughs) <laughs> Anyhow, so Flux the board game. Yes. Well, we just kind of went over the basics of Flux. Yeah. You've got your play one or draw one card, play one card, mm-hmm. move on with your turn. Yeah, now the basic Flux has a deck of cards, and it's just a wad of things. Right. There's goal cards in there. There are keeper cards, which are what you need to accomplish gold, goals. There's action cards, and there's rules cards. Right. Rules just change a lot of the basic things. Like how many draw, how many you get to draw. It may be draw three. How many you get to play, hand limits. Right. You know. So you can only have like four cards in your hand at any time. You can only have three keepers on the table or whatever it says. And in the basic game of Flux, you'll end up with a card, like a line of these rule cards. Right. You know, by the end of the game, a lot of times. Well, in Flux, the board game, they kind of condense this into, you've got like this little tiny playboard that has these pegs in it, and it'll have, like, uh, draw your draw cards, it'll have, you know, two, three, four, five. Yeah. And then the play cards, it'll say two, three, four, five. And your peg will just, it all starts at the lowest number. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as you play the, change the rule cards, you'll just move the peg. So now you know, 
Now you've got three moves that you can, or three uh, play cards that you can do, or three yeah. draw cards, or whatever. However, it is, and this, it keeps track of that. Part that's for one you. of the parts I actually like about this game. I thought that was really. cool. I wish they could incorporate that into the basic game, but I think the basic game goes way beyond what this pegboard contains. Pegboard, yeah, because <laughs> it only um, allows you to go like four digits, you know, either way. Right. Yeah. Like from one all the way up to four. Right. And, and then it gave you a couple other options. What are those? Um, well, then you've also, because you've got a, an actual little board yeah. that's made up of nine total tiles. You've got mm-hmm. your center start tile <laughs> and then eight tiles that surround that. Yeah. And on these tiles, each one will have uh, four a keeper. spots. And, it, yeah, they're essentially the keepers. Yeah, they have so, images of all the keepers for all the goals are on this gridded off board. Right. So, like, one of them's like, the moon. <clears throat> and another one's, like, the sun. And yeah. if you get the goal night and day, then your play pieces have to end up on the moon and the sun in order to yeah. accomplish that goal and win that card. Mm-hmm. And there's nine of these tiles. And in the middle is the start tile. Right. It has no grid on it. It, it acts as one start. space. And it can kind of access all the tiles around it. It starts in the center of a bunch of other uh, three by three grids, right? Are they three by threes? No, I thought they were three by three. Yeah, each little tile is a three by three grid, and then no, you end each up... tile is part of a three by three <coughs> grid. But on the tile itself, it's just two by two pictures. Was it? Yes, there were four pictures per tile. No. Yes. Really? Yes. Weird. Yes. I don't know. Anyhow, so but the the board <laughs> itself can change because the the board is made up of these tiles. Yeah, you can pick them up. It, well, depending on what your pegboard has said, now you may be able to like the rule may say you can't move any of the tiles. Well, then you get the card that says you can move the tiles. Yeah. So that rule has changed. Now once per turn, you can rotate the tile or pick it up and move it to over there or you know whatever. Whatever board mm-hmm. movement it allows, yeah. and then your pawns on the board. Um, you may if, you, when you start, you can only move them two yeah. spaces, of and which then you get three. You get three pawns, yes. Yeah, and then but you can only move them two spaces. Yeah. Only now here's something else that they did that was really cool. I got to mention about the pawns. <clears throat> In this game, you have four. It's a four up to four player game, and they have four different colors of of player pieces, and they're all different shapes yeah. too. So it's it's super colorblind friendly. Oh yeah. Because one it's guy yours. plays with little pe- with little little man kind of guy. Little another one's like just a disc, another uh-huh. one's a cube, and you then know. And the other one was like the traditional like sorry pawn. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I thought so too. You know? Yeah, it it was cute. The mm-hmm. I mean the artwork is still, you know, it's the basic flux game just brought yeah. into board game life. Now, this one you also start with five of your goals shuffled up and you turn them face up like with whatever the top one is and you actually get to look at all five goals that are going to be on the goal pile to start the game right and in the game you you uh the rule when you start the game is if you collect three goals you win the game right and but that rule that can change because you can play goals on top of the goals and you can also change how many you need to win and you know i mean everything about the (coughs) game is extremely malleable (coughs) pardon me (laughs) the uh yeah, I mean, and you get to move the tiles around. You get to rotate tiles. You can right. You can put effects in where you walk off the side of the board and run to the other side of the board, so it wraps around. And you there's, know, there's even two spots on the board that's a warp. So if you walk onto that spot, it immediately yep. warps you to the other right. spot on the board. Right. Um, but it's it was it was kind of interesting. It was definitely a little more in depth than original Flux. 
I thought. I still think it plays just as fast, if not faster. I thought it was a little faster. I thought it was a little more focused and a little less crazy. Yeah. Because the base base game of Flux, and the reason it has this stigma to it is because it's exceedingly light. There is almost no skill to this game. If you just play cards in front of you and just keep trying to play cards as you go, more than likely just the rules of the game by themselves are going to cause someone to win. Right. And it will be blind luck that almost uh, that causes that situation. But this, I mean, all you have to do is just take the card that you know will win the game and put it down on the table right. eventually. And this one just allows for you to have a little bit of strategy because yeah. you have to look at the board and see, okay, it's I, I can only do two moves. If I do two moves right now, it's not going to accomplish anything. But, hey, if I play this new goal, then my two moves, my, I can land on those keepers to accomplish that mm-hmm. goal. So I'll make that my, my play, yeah. move my pawns, get that goal. I win. And now, I, the, I, 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 spoiler, I did win. You shush it, Missy. We're not there yet. (laughs) Here's the deal. Uh, I think the spatial element added the only strategy that Flux has ever had. What? The spatial element, the the moving around to space. The board, yeah. Is the only strategic element that Flux has ever had. Beyond that element in this game... You are playing flux, pasted like just laid on a spatial element. So only parts that make this better than normal flux or different are the board elements. Right. Basically, the rest of it. In in fact, I found it. Uh, it it, it still had massive luck. Well, yeah, it to did. do with it. It did. You still were like going. If I pull the right card, I win the game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was still like just but that simple. Any game in the in the, you know when you're when it comes to like if I as long as I roll the right die, I win. Kind of. I found you know? in our five games of this, if you didn't collect a goal almost every turn, you would lose the game. It was because it was fast. Yeah, it was super fast. It's not you a huge are getting board. a goal every turn, pretty, pretty much. much. Pretty much, yeah. And if you're not, you're losing the game. Probably. And I bet if we played a four-player game of this, it would be the exact same. And so we'll probably have to do that now, too. <laughs> no way, I'll never do that. <laughs> oh, whatever. Kidding, yeah. <laughs> We're keeping this um, I think that the chaos, because of the limitations of the of the little pegboard, and, and there's just, I, I think they didn't include as many rule cards. Because no. I didn't see as much chaos. There's not as many rule cards because... You've got, well, I think there were duplicates because mm-hmm. it would say change the draw pile up one or down one. And yeah. I think there were multiple of those cards in there, although we never did see a second one come out in our short little games that we played. Well, this disappoints me because the first time I got Flux, the original version of Flux, when I put it out on a table, I said, and, and people go, so what's the rules? And I'm like, it's real simple. Uh-huh. There's there's goal cards that are going to be in the middle of the table. You're trying to get the two cards, you know, on the table in front of you that match those. And they're like, okay, what else? Beyond that, you just pick, you draw a card and you play a card. And we'll see where it goes from there. And then it's just, it's so much fun to sell it as this game that just gets chaotic with rules, you know? Yeah. And it was, that was what was fun about it. Obviously, it's chaos, and someone's going to win because the, you know that's what you do in a game where there's just that many rules. Yeah, and this diminished that, I think. In a way, but if you already know how to play Flux, you quickly get tired of the chaos and don't care and need a little more depth. <clears throat> yeah, and I think this provides that element that's kind of missing <laughs> to make Flux a little more fun. I'm going to say... I never thought Flux wasn't fun, so... I'm going to also give just put this out there. Just like original Flux, this game is totally themeless. 
Well, yeah. It's just an activity, you know? It doesn't really, I don't know. It doesn't even. There's a winner. (laughs) It was me. I win. It still feels like an activity. It kind of is. There was very little times whenever I was like, what should I do exactly? Yeah. You know, it can't. It, most of the time, you can see where you can win the game, and you got, you have your cards in your hand, and you can see what goals that are in your hand versus what's on the table, and where your pieces are. And well before your turn starts, you're already going, okay, I'm going to move this here, or I'm going to play this, and move this guy here, move this guy here, and then I'll score this goal, and then it'll be her turn. Yeah. So there's, it's not that deep. It's very, very light. Yes, it absolutely is. Now, last thing I'll add, though. Okay. This game is way better than normal Flux. <laughs> yeah. Well, way better. I do like it a lot. I thought it was fun. I would but play I like Flux already. If if someone said, "Oh, oh, oh, let's play my favorite game," and they pulled out this, I'd go, "Oh, okay, cool, let's play that." Mm-hmm. If they pulled out regular Flux, I'd be like, Ugh. "What if it was a version you hadn't played yet?" <laughs> I'd go, Ugh. <laughs> 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 "Oh, no." I don't know. I I enjoyed it too, though. I will say, though, my my biggest complaint about the game is it comes in a bigger box because I'm sure they wanted to be able to sell it on the shelf as, hey, look, a real live board game, yeah. not just a little travel card game. But in the end, it really should have been a travel card game, too, slash board game. I mean, the components, none of the components are big. It could have condensed down into a little travel size. Yeah. So what I would have liked to have seen, and if they ever were to republish it, Here's what I'd like. They made it in this bigger box with this crappy plastic tray in there <laughs> so all your little components can fit all nice and pretty oh, in there. They look very nice. They look gorgeous. Whatever. Oh, I don't care. Goodness. I want that piece to be thrown in the trash, and I want a oh. separate, smaller, travel size box included inside the great big box so you can still have your pretty little shelf space, yeah. take up, here's our real board game, mm-hmm. and here's our travel version of it included for your playing pleasure, take it with you. Because I could fit that game in my in my bag, mm-hmm. in my purse, whatever. No problem mm-hmm. if it were in a reasonable condensed size yeah, like truly. it could fit into. What she's talking about is this game... If you got a Ziploc sandwich bag, you could fit this game in there. I'm but pretty sure. But I don't sure. want to take everything out and sit I, in I understand a that. Beyond the rule book, mm-hmm. every other component can fit in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, and they could make the rule book smaller because it's like just one big page. Yeah. Just fold it up a little bit. Well, but that's uh, Flux the Board Game. That is Flux the Board Game. I don't have anything else that's to say about that. Really, the only thing we got done with our 5 for 5, we're making a little progress on one of the other games, but... Yeah. We'll save that for later. That's right. Hey, guys. Welcome back from vacation. Hey, thanks. Yeah, thanks. So what did you do in Texas? Did you go to NASA? Yeah, it was really cool. We found a small board game shop down the street afterwards. Okay. Where else did you go? You know what? We went to the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah? How was that? It was awesome. We found a great game store with plenty of stock and table space nearby. Uh, We went to the Alamo. It felt really historic. Let me guess. There was a great game store. There's no game store at the Alamo. Here is a road store review. All right, Nicole, where we go? We went to Minneapolis. We Minneapolis. Went okay. Sorry, I was leaning back, wasn't I? Jeez. What? It was now, a long trip. <laughs> Minneapolis is not as big as Kansas City, so it's not quite mini. But, uh... <laughs> what? Well, it's also next door to St. Paul. Is that supposed to be, like, small New York? What? It's Big Apples. 
You're weird. Are these bad jokes? These are really bad. And I, love, I love puns. That was. <laughs> I'm trying weak. to get you. <laughs> Those are for you, my God. But anyhow, it wasn't actually in Minneapolis anyway. No. So, we went to Roseville. Roseville. That's right. Now, now Minneapolis is, is like uh, another one of these uh, kind of places that has like tons of suburbs all smashed together. And you can't really tell that you're going into one little city to a next. They just... Just sort of a sign city. go by. That's just all they all are. Well, a lot of them have like some kind of space where you're like, why is there kind of some kind of farm fields here? Now there's a new town, you know? Oh, are you talking about, like, where are you talking about? Who Wherever. I have never seen that. Ever? I've never seen like a city without suburbs. Not a city. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying sometimes there's like some space in between like the city, the, the suburb city proper and the other city. Kansas where? City has this, okay? We don't really. Yes, we do. No, if you drive from here into downtown, you go from Kansas City to to Lee Summit. Yeah, you go through like a big chunk of just nothing developed, and then all of a sudden you're in Lee Summit. No. Yeah. You're weird. You're you... weird too. No. <laughs> well, anyhow, it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> <laughs> Minneapolis is a lot more dense, it seems like, than Lee Summit in Kansas City. I disagree. You're wrong, though. Okay. Now we'll fight later on. <laughs> but anyhow, it was we had a good. Where did we actually go? Um, we went to Fantasy oh. Flight Games. Yeah, yeah. We went to Fantasy Flight Games. Right now, Fantasy Flight Games is, of course, you know, probably one of the biggest manufacturers of board games in the United States. Are they? Well, I think so. They've. Uh, did you look this up? No. Oh, you should have looked it up. No way. What if you're wrong? Now somebody <laughs> else is up there going, hey, wait, what about well, us? They're, technically, they were purchased by Asmodee, but they're well, so an international them... company. Oh, so they are big. Yeah. But <laughs> Fantasy Flight is like, they, they produce a lot of really large games. They're the ones who yeah. make the X-Wing game that we played recently. They yes. make, uh, you know, all these living card games like uh, Netrunner. Oh, and so good. They make a couple Warhammer ones and a Cthulhu one. Yeah. And a, I mean, they make They've a ton a good of selection. Yeah, they make of a ton of really big licensed games, right. you know, and they have their own stuff too. Like, yeah, uh, you like, oh, what's that? What's that one you like? That's Runebound or Rune? Oh, yeah, Runebound. Runebound. I love Runebound. And that's their own property. That's their well, own kind of world. I thought that they, they developed. bought it afterwards or something. No, that's theirs. Oh, I believe it's theirs. Well, because I know they're doing like a re-release of it. Yeah. Which. It's just it's just them releasing like the third edition. What we had was second oh. edition. Dinner's ready. I know. Okay. And uh, <laughs> we had like second edition, and and now the third edition is coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we're just keeping ours, though, right? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, God, it looked really pretty. Uh, we got to see the 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 little demo of it that they had. Yeah. So I mean, this place one. is like you, you're driving down the street and you see some like sort of. I mean, they seem like, like industrial. industrial. Yeah. It's like warehouse buildings. Yeah. But like, they're modernized warehouse buildings. They oh, don't look like a nice. temp building quite. They have like a sort of a covering over the temp parts of it. It looked like a purposeful building that yeah. they like intended to be for their space. They like I don't know. It doesn't look like some building. It doesn't look just... like a prefabricated steel building. Right. It has like some stucco or something on the walls you know, I don't or know. whatever. I didn't really look that closely. I didn't either. There were a lot of cars in the parking lot, though. I will tell you that. I was I was nervous about how many people were going to be there. I know when we well, first got there. It was a Saturday night. Yeah. And uh, but you know, I didn't feel like too busy though. I mean, it, it it looked busy. Yeah. But it didn't feel like 
crowd meow kind of busy. They had plenty of space for how many people were there. They really did. It was it was well done. And uh, now this place has a, uh, it, it's got a cafe. Yeah. It's got a board game shop, and yeah. it's got tons of table space. Now tons. we didn't they were really nice tables. Too. Now we didn't eat anything. No. But we did. We did take time to shop and look around, yes. and it was fairly well stocked. I wouldn't say it's the best stock game store ever, but it was pretty stocked. It was. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. I've seen definitely better yeah. stocked, but I've seen worse too yeah. by far. Now what impressed? Nothing felt like. Well, there was only one part that, like, of the stock that I didn't like so much. There was one part of the shelf that, unless you're way taller than me, you weren't going to get a game down from there without getting some help. And I always think that kind of impedes your shopping pleasure. I don't particularly. <laughs> I don't want to have to say, um, excuse me, can you help me get that down? Now, in Fantasy Flight's defense, there was parts on that shelf that I couldn't reach. Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That part I don't like so much. Well, you, you I'm only five foot. There's always things I can't reach. That's right. That's life. And that's right. I get like the little grabber things. Like in my kitchen, I have to get the tongs out to get the cups off the top shelf. That is so weird. It works. <laughs> but the <laughs> well, I get a step stool when you have tongs. <laughs> now, like I said, we didn't we didn't investigate the food at all. No. Now we we had read reviews that said the food was really good. You know, I didn't see anyone eating any food. There were definitely people hanging out in Fantasy Flight shirts at the countertop saying, you know, ready to make you a panini or whatever they make, you know. Yeah. Well, we had planned – well, I was thinking that we were going to go get a Juicy Lucy. Now, don't even get me started on the Juicy Lucy, please. <laughs> well, just a quick wrap-up of what it is. Juicy oh, Lucy. Here we go. Apparently, okay, we watched like a man you versus can't just food. just let me not – just no, leave it alone. let's talk about this. <laughs> oh, my God. So there's this burger. And some guy decided, hey, what if we take two burgers and stick cheese in the middle, slap the burger patties together, you know, make the now here's inside the out cheese. Mind you that this this is just creating like a meat cheese ravioli. Yeah. And it's it's if you just put cheese on top of a hamburger, you have the same amount of cheese and the same effect as if you put the cheese in the inside middle of the burger. the burger. Well, it's supposed to like gush with cheesy goodness. Whatever. But the whatever the, the, we didn't I've had it. we didn't actually do it this time. With the one time we did go, our cheesy goodness was leaked out everywhere, and it was like it's it's was it was already on the outside of the burger. Yeah, so it was it didn't a mess. Matter. So we were gonna we were planning on trying the other place that competes, saying that they have the best juicy Lucy or no, whatever. that they're the originators of it. Whatever. It's like a competition between two restaurants that want to say that the they made one. they were the first one to say I'm going to put cheese in the meat instead right. of on it. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's fight about that. Well, that's but the point of the story is that's why we didn't eat anything at the cafe because we already had dinner plans supposedly theoretically. Well, I was I was thinking we were going to, but then by the time we got done there, I haven't finished talking about there yet. You know that, right? Well, then I will move on to the story later on. We'll come back to the Juicy Lucy (laughs) saga episode. Back to Fantasy Flight Games. We're here. Where you're trying to lead us away from with your burger talk? I'm kind of hungry. Here's the deal. This place was was fairly impressive. It yeah. seemed very clean. It was oh, a very, very large clean. facility. There was a really active board gaming community going on in there. I saw two games of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I knew I was gonna blank on the stupid title of this game, Twilight Imperium. Oh yeah, which is like a notoriously long game. Yeah, it's like a five hour minimum. And these these guys, it looked like they were playing full load games, so they had probably been there for eight hours. Yeah. That's outrageous. 
But, it's a Saturday. Do but what you want. But the most impressive part about this, the most impressive part about this place was their catalog of checkout games that are able, you're able to check out for zero dollars and zero cents. Yeah. And it's like probably 200 games sitting on a shelf that are labeled how hard they are to learn. Yeah. And then where to put them back. And what shelf they go on. Which is really cool. And you can just go up and take one and play it if you want. Yeah. It now, was really cool. Unfortunately, we had spent too much time at two different museums that day. <laughs> Before that, <laughs> one did. one was the Bell uh, Natural History Natural History Museum, which is a, we went to specifically because it's about to be decommissioned or they're wanting to. Yeah, and moved to like a new building. Now, or Natural History Museums, in case people are wondering what they're like, they are usually the the highlight of them are these sceneries, dioramas. That, that, these dioramas that they make up that have, are just full of taxidermy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it's really cool. I mean, and the, yeah. some of these dioramas have been done, you know, since the 20s, like oh, 1920. Yeah. yeah. You know, so they're. So you've they're, got this moose that died in yeah, 19. It's, it's nearly 100 years old, 19. and it's, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I love those. And it, it's like, it's sort of a freak show and, and amazing at the same time. Well, it's kind of sad because you got all these little dead animals. But at yeah. the same time, they weren't killed for that purpose, I wouldn't yeah. think. Well, they might have been back in 19, whatever. Yeah. They might have been. <laughs> they yeah. might have just been like, "Hey, Bob, didn't you say we needed a chipmunk? Got him." <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it was like that. You never know. The chipmunk's are... a nuisance, though. So <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> but we'd also gone to the science museum, which is sort of you know half science, half kids just running around like maniacs playing games. Yeah, treating treating the experiments like games and not learning anything. I don't know. They had a game there that I wanted to play too though and we didn't ever get to because Which there were one? just the one the little electronic table game. They had like cards on it like this card. I don't know how it got to play because I didn't get to play it. But you were supposed to like match up the cards or something. The only part of it I saw that I wanted to do, and this is super nerdy, they had these two like mildly electrified copper rails across a table, and you could put in different modules that were like FM transmitter and like, you know, capacitor, and then you could adjust frequencies and hear how how electricity, like different electrical components affected sound output. Uh huh. I thought I found that absolutely fascinating. But however, the matrix of components that you could use were were almost endless you know yeah <laughs> you could spend a half hour with it and you wouldn't run out of things to test they had uh oh what are those things called where you try and get the ball from one side to another do it with a bunch of little contraptions i have no idea oh god there's a name i've got to turn off the microwave it's beeping like crazy anyhow um the the oh geek You've got a little ball and you drop it in the cup and it'll like slide down and then it'll kick the shoe over to make the ball drop down to the mouse trap that flings it to the next thing. I can't remember the I name. I can't of the remember guy. what they're called. Good grief. Anyhow, they had like make it's your a, own one of named those. Named after a dude. Yeah, that's a there's a guy and he had a name. <laughs> <laughs> the Winkenburger. The Winkenburger contraption. <laughs> <laughs> but that I mean there's like Games like that, too. So that's how it all ties in. <laughs> I'm going to turn off the microwave. Ridiculous. Continue to talk about Fantasy Flight. <clears throat> no, I'm not. I'm moving on to the next. Okay. So at Fantasy Flight, the only thing we saw that we wanted to buy, that I wanted to buy, and it was like a mild want. Now, something we do every year is the month before our birthday or Christmas, we cut off is what we call it, being cut off. 
And that means that I can't buy any games or anything that I would consider a fun present for myself for 30 days prior to my birthday. You can buy clothes. I said fun. (laughs) Okay, I'm not a girl. I don't think clothes are all that fun (laughs) I don't think shoes are fun. I don't think shirts are fun. Right. They're utility. Right. So... The, uh, I'm, I'm currently cut off. Yes. You know? And, uh, so I'm not allowed to really buy something for myself. And that's why I took him to game stores. So. Torture. <laughs> <I know>. No. <laughs> so, I mean, I saw one on the wall and it was like, it was mildly interesting. It was called Ultimate Warriors with a Z. And this game is like, uh, it, I've, I've heard it compared to King of Tokyo, which is one of my favorite games. And in this one, you actually take the box and flip the box lid over and you put it becomes the arena and you actually put like little arena edging kind of things in between the box lid and the box bottom. The box bottom becomes the actual arena. I see that's really cool. And so it becomes like it becomes like a little, you know, arena to play in and you have little monster cutouts that you move around and you fight each other and stuff. And it sounded kind of fun. It sounded light and fun. And you could just basically yell at each other while chucking some dice or playing cards or whatever it is. Right. Yes. <clears throat> well, I decided not to get it. Yeah, I told him he could because I had not heard of that one. Now, thus, the reason available. I decided not to get it though wasn't because I didn't want it. It was because I, you know, I just I wanted to go check another place out. Right. Because whenever you look up fantasy flight games or you look up games in Minneapolis, and I do this when I go to to cities, we've talked about this before. Right. Uh, whenever you look it up, people say go to say, go to fantasy flight games. If you want to play games, because it's a great facility with good food and, and nice staff, etc. But they said if you want to buy games, go to Source Comics and Games. Yeah. Because Source Comics and Games has a great selection, like way beyond Fantasy Flight, and you should just go there. So we did. Now, again, in all fairness to Fantasy Flight, we didn't play one of their games at that time either because we'd kind of run ourselves out of time. That's right, because of so the museums. I don't feel quite as bad for not having purchased something. If I were going to play my game there, then I feel like I needed to par- purchase something. Right. As like payment, you know, because they don't charge you. That's <laughs> really cool of them. you got to keep them in business. But anyhow. So we went over to the, to the to Source Comics and Games, and true to the reviews, this place was really stocked. It was crazy. And, and it's kind of like a third comics and two-thirds games. Oh no, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, there were there were, a there lot were five of, times there as were, many shelves dedicated to games than there were comics. But they had like all the little collectible, uh, comic those booky were things on top of stuff. They were on the shelves too, on baby. Top. You didn't even look. <laughs> I didn't even look. There was a wall of books, like an entire wall <laughs> books. of of like sci-fi. I'm there for games, sci-fi, and uh, <laughs> other kinds of books. Remember? Because we had that like the whole wall of books, and I'm going, why is this Cthulhu flux in oh, the that's, middle of? Those were role playing games. Not all of them. Most everything there over was there like was Charlene a role playing game. There was like Charlene Harris, like the True Blood series and stuff. That kind of. There stuff, were a couple too. of tie in books, but most everything over there was a role playing game. There was a lot that was. It was all games. There were those were game books. T-shirts and those count, those, those count as games. There were like some video game <laughs> tie in kind of things, like uh, like candies and. It just all kinds of little pop culture kind of tie-in things. Source was really it was, cool. It was pretty overwhelming how much stuff that they had, but it was yeah. really cool. They were really, really nice. Yeah. I mean, it was it was, it was was well-stocked. It was fairly well-organized. I didn't feel like I was lost. No. You know? And, and it, it was... Uh, they could have had a little more space between their shelves. 
Yeah, they were tight, but they they were packing in as much as they could. There were like many times when I would just run smack into somebody practically yeah. and be like, "Whoops, sorry," and now, have to do a little dance. The source had a lot better stock, but they had way less table space. And I don't know if yeah. I saw it. Did you see a cafe over there or anything like I didn't that over there? See anything like that? I didn't think any. I, I mean, I, it, they had like a freezer. You could buy ice cream and stuff. Oh boy, give me a bomb pop. And well, bomb pops are delicious. Give me a push up. <laughs> um, and they had like candies and stuff yeah. like that. I don't. I didn't see any kind of cafe thing. Yeah. But then again, like I said, there was so much packed into that space. I just got a little overwhelmed. Well, this is the good. The good news for the for Source is we actually bought stuff from them. We did. What did we buy? Well, for you, I got you. Uh, Welcome to the dungeon. Oh my god! I knew you wanted it, and it actually at one point was in my cart on yeah. Amazon. And then I didn't hit the buy it now or whatever. I didn't push the button. And the next day it was, I'm sorry, this has been moved to your save for later yeah. pile. Okay. So I hadn't purchased it, but it was one I knew you were going to end up. Now, now, just to be clear to everybody listening, this is Welcome to the Dungeon, not Rumble in the Dungeon, which came out like a month before it. Oh. And has very similar looking box as well. I was going to say, this is Welcome to the Dungeon, not Welcome to the Jungle, as I keep wanting to call it. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare make a Guns N' Roses we joke. We have fun and games. <laughs> No. Anyway. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you got me that. Yes. And we'll get around to playing that, I'm sure. Yeah. But the uh, what else What else did you get? I got uh, Patchwork. Yep. Because I'd seen it at a local store here in Kansas City, uh-huh. and I didn't buy it. I bought something, I think I bought something else that day, or I don't know. I don't know much about Patchwork, except no, I think it's I was, a quilting game. We, yeah, we <laughs> went to that store during my cutoff period for my birthday. You're welcome. So that's why I didn't buy it then. So I bought it now. I know. And then we bought, uh, that, what was another one? Biblios. Oh. Because you said you'd heard good things. So, meh, I wouldn't It looked like it. it was up your alley. It looked fun. Yeah. And it's got, and the, now we, we did focus on sort of shorter games and smaller games while we, we were did. Out, while we were there. But we did get all three of those, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, like and I said. I have not played any of them yet, so stay tuned <clears throat> to hear about those. I mean, I, but all in all, I recommend both these stores. Oh yeah. Uh, the source is is going to have a little bit deeper selection, and uh, we'll also have some crossover interests. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing, like comic book and pop culture, superhero culture kind of stuff, and Fantasy Flight is definitely a thriving game scene. It seemed very active, especially yeah. on a Saturday night, and you can go there and have dinner or lunch. And or I'm snack. sure you can find a game to play for free, even to try. Yeah. And and maybe later buy. And I think I think just from my personal perception of the two, mm-hmm. if I were going to sit down and play a game, I would I would probably prefer to go to Fantasy Flight. It just yeah. it seemed a little more open, seemed like there was a little more space. Um, I don't know. I like I liked that feel better. Yep. So, but both were a lot of fun to go to. Yep. Well, you know what, Nicole? What? We actually got asked a question. Yay! You excited? Oh yeah! Here we go.
right. We got asked a question, and it wasn't about the Juicy Lucy, Nicole. I was going to say, you tried to sneak that past me. What are you talking about? I was going to finish our story. What about? Well, we left Fantasy Flight, and we I was saying, did you want to go get this burger? And then we kind of both decided, you know what? I don't feel like a burger. Yeah. So we didn't do it. That's why we didn't end up, but we didn't eat at Fantasy Flight because we were going to go get the burger. I wouldn't. So then have we ended up going anyways. to the the uh, the uh, going to Source, and by the time we were done there, you decided that you wanted to get most of the way out of town to get home. We're talking about game stores in that last segment, not our trip. I'm sorry, <laughs> but anyhow, so if anybody has been to Minneapolis, go to both those stores. And get Juicy Lucy's at both those places and let us know which one is better. I wouldn't bother because it's just a cheeseburger. (laughs) It's just a cheeseburger. It's just a cheeseburger. But we got, uh, you know, Jeff has written us. And he said, uh, oh, what did he say here? He said some stuff. Uh, He had a question related to our top five in the top 50 board games segment. Remember that? Yeah, we did that on uh, that Terra Mystica. Yeah. Yes. Now, he asks, what is your favorite lowest ranked game on the BGG list? As in the game that you just love that possibly is universally panned. Now, the funny thing is, is we we start kind of looking at this and it kind of gets to the point where you're like, well, which one's panned? I mean, I'm through how many? And then we just go up to the collection and start going, what do we think will just people will just hate, but we're going to we still like. Yeah. And we, we it figured it out. Of, well, it was kind of a hard question to even research, though. Yeah. Because I tried it. First, I, I went at it from, I looked at their list and then flipped it the other way to get the bottom of the list first. Yeah. That didn't work. It just didn't work well. No, it's got it's got blank spaces many. for pages and pages and pages. It's crazy. Yeah. So <clears throat> then we just went with whatever you were doing and started just looking at different games that we own. But I'm t- we found an answer. I'm trying to give the answer. Okay, give your answer. The answer is Atmosphere. Yes. The DVD board game. Right. We p- have played Atmosphere almost every year since we got it. And that's been how many years? Like probably 8. Probably longer. Maybe 10. Could be. And and the reason is is because we we really like it to play at Halloween and we know this is a terrible game, but the whole interaction with the screen and forcing people in the room to interact with this dumb guy who craps on you the whole time <laughs> is fun. It is fun. It, is a, it is a DVD board game. So, yeah, and there's yeah. a guy named the Gatekeeper who yells at you and calls you maggots and, and makes you, fun of you and, and you punishes you. And you have to call him, and, yes, Gatekeeper. Yeah. You know, every time and if he you says, don't, then he does mean stuff to you. Yeah. And, and it's in the DVD version of it isn't just one playthrough of a single video like the VHS games of past. It 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 kind of mixes things in there yeah, differently. It'll, it'll go to different time. tracks and things. Yeah, it's kind of it's really it's it was fun. Great. And there's yeah. like cards that correspond to certain times on the, on the DVD. And, oh, okay. and if you yeah, activate you it, watch those at this between this time and this time, then you can have this effect on this card. And and. It's it's a weird like co-op game, but you're, there's only one winner. It's not a co-op. Is it not? No, you are trying to defeat That's, each other. In this one, yeah, but in the other, I'm remembering some of the other ones where they some are co-ops. Some of the co-ops, other ones, yeah, the Star Trek one. But there is, is a a still a winner. There's a person who's going to win it. But that one ranked so low. I was that's, that's the lowest one that we like that's in we our collection. That's what we could find, yeah. That we say, yeah, we really oh, like we this really game. we really do like and it. And I, I fully plan on bringing it out again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? Mm-hmm. 
but it ranked 9,328. Can you believe that? No. And I looked, and the Nightmare game, the VHS POS game, <laughs> that was like the precursor of this, is ranked higher than this by a thousand. I'm sure it's probably just because some the people had it first. It's that nostalgia value or something. Yeah. Well, and we've only know. played like we together. We've only played one other game, like video, you know, VHS game before the Star Trek. We played one. the Star Trek one. Right. We had a really good time with that one too. We did. I don't know why these are panned. It's because it's just cheesy, and and a lot of people don't like cheese. Well, I love it. Cheese is delicious. That's I don't right. know why you wouldn't like Check it. Check the Mice and Mystics episode for Put it in for your reference. Juicy Lucy. <laughs> no, no, just put it on top of your burger. But, you know, I, I did. I, I also kind of started going through, and I just kind of went as far back in the rankings as I could, and I did find yeah. some other ones that we like that are pretty low, so I just thought I'd pass those along just for interest. Yeah. Um, Lost Legends, we both enjoyed that pretty well. Matt and Brianna, of course, didn't like it, which it probably explains the low rating. It yeah. was at 1635. Deck drafting dungeon adventure card game. Yeah. It's fun. It is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy it. Um, and Atlantis Rising, that one is like... Brutally hard co-op game. Yeah. It is, and you hardly ever win. You're trying to keep the the thing yeah. from the island from disappearing. Yeah, and uh, before the, I wouldn't imagine it that low. I wouldn't either. But it was at one thousand six hundred and seventy two. Yeah, but people like I know that Atlantis Rising. It's like really hard to win. Like we, I don't think did we ever win it. No. But you know what? I would play that a million times before I'd play Ghost Stories. Which Me too. We also never win. Me too. That that is su- such stories, a much more satisfying game than than Ghost Stories. I thought so too. But man, it's it's ranked so much so low. Yeah. So anyhow, and then of course you know Start Player. Now this one I would assume would be way lower than Atmosphere, right? <laughs> start Player. Yes. It is not. That is outrageous. It is at one thousand eight hundred. That is not even a game. You know what? I bet before <laughs> we started playing it on all of our episodes, it was probably at like three thousand something. I bet we've brought it up. To no, 18, I, I bet it was eighteen twelve, <laughs> and we brought it up to eighteen eleven. Now one thing, one of the games, you know, I looked at some of my favorite games, and one of the games that kind of shocked me. Was that you know Touch of Evil is ranked five hundred and seven? Yeah, now that, that is just shocking. goes to show. You know, it, no, I mean it's not too shocking. I mean, there's lots of good games, and five hundred games isn't really that much when you talk about how many games are out there. Okay, fine. But that just goes to show that that my opinion isn't universal. You know? Oh, we know that. Aww. You do? You didn't know that? Broken heart. <laughs> 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 but that's what I'm saying. So it's and, and honestly, I looked at it, and my rating on it, of course, is a ten, and there that's a three point seven difference from what the geek rating is on there. Oh yeah, okay. Now you're talking the rating. Yeah, the geek yeah. rating is a seven point three. Right. Or no, six point three. Wow. Ugh. People hate that game. They don't like it. Don't take my advice don't, on Touch of yeah. Evil. Right. I love it. I love the setting, and I like adventure games, and I don't care. I like it too, but you know, <laughs> we're weird. I, I love nope. that game. But I noticed uh, a couple other ones. When you look at geek rating that we had that was like pretty high differences, a game we like, King of Tokyo, I've rated a 2.7, uh, 2.7 higher, yeah. uh, you know, than than what Board Game Geek has. Aliens Legendary, which is in the top 100, I've rated 2.5 higher than average. I think it was like, an, you know, a 7.5, huh. 7.5. God, I love that game. Even though it's in the top 100 ranked of all time, it's still only rated a 7.5 on geek rating. Wow. So geek rating is a lot more harsh. Yeah. And I mean, 
another one kind of uh, that kind of shocked me too. Uh, Thunderstone Numenera is a really good Thunderstone game, and all it's ranked considerably really lower good. than all of them. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. So, and it's two point five difference for me on that one too. I love that game. Yeah. So. But that's uh, I think that answers his question. It's uh, atmosphere. Yes. <laughs> DVD board game. And honestly, I, I mean, as long as you're okay and as long as your board game group can put up with being cheesy and they're not afraid to kind of play together, like to really let loose and play. Yeah. I'm not talking about we're gonna we're gonna play some really thinky game and and, and try to outthink each other. I'm saying we're gonna be goofballs and play in a room together. Yeah. That's the kind of game it is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're gonna, you're you're gonna, totally worth it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> but thanks for writing in. Anybody else wants to write us in, don't forget you can. We'll totally answer these questions. We'll totally try. Yep. All these games have been Monday's on extreme. We played a game like this. What about that? All right. What about that? So uh, this week we played an Old West game. Yeah. Right? Yes. Now, when you're trying to think about what what to talk about, <laughs> I don't have very many Old West games. I don't think there are very many Old West games. Well, we've got this one. I mean, there's one called, uh, there's one there's, called Doomtown that yeah. we don't own. There's that Colt Express that we don't own. There's Flick 'em Up that's coming out that we will own. We will own eventually. I know. Flip it in your face. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Another game for me to lose because I'm so dexterous, aren't I? No. Another chance for me to hit you in the nose with something. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, so, I mean, and we only actually own, that I can tell, one other Old West game. You know what it is? Let me think. Wait, wait. It's, uh-huh. it's a, it's on the tip of my sombrero. No, I don't know what it is. Sombrero. Shadows of Brimstone. Oh, that's an Old West game? Yeah. But we got the Swamp version. It's Old West Horror. In a swamp? See, that confuses me. You we know what? We you shouldn't be. Again. No, because you guys don't like to play my games. Well, whatever. Play your games. You're like, give me a nice point salad with some ranch. Yum. <laughs> Yum. But uh, <clears throat> I, I thought it'd be fun just to kind of look at what the Old West was actually like. Oh, okay. You know? Because, uh, you know, you and I, we, we live... In, in you know, in our area is right at the heart of a lot of these legendary sort of Old West things. Even though we're in the Midwest. Doesn't matter. Not quite the Old West. Look, the, the West was actually the Midwest until after a little certain point. <laughs> See, Colorado was a territory. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I just thought it was funny because uh, it's the Old West is like a theme that, that you know, while underutilized in board games, it's really one, like a theme, I think, that's sort of romanticized above, uh, you know, almost everything else in the United States. Yeah. And, you know, historically, other countries, I think, would, would look at the Old West as more represent, representative of us yeah. than, I would say, uh, colonial or, uh, you know, 50s rock and roll or mafia stuff. I think that it's more romanticized than well, any of that stuff. They definitely paint it in a positive light. Like, they don't really talk about, you know, yeah. how bad I'm sure everyone smelled <laughs> riding the horses I'm pretty all sure day. that's everywhere back then, okay? <laughs> yes, but we are not like the French. We did not have our perfumes. <laughs> I know. Maybe they did. I don't know. <clears throat> I wasn't there. I don't know if you cover yourself with enough other stuff. I don't know. Think you're supposed to smell okay. Maybe. But there weren't a lot of flowers growing in the Old West in the, with the tumbleweeds yeah. and the... 
But here's what's funny about Old West to me is that as romanticized as it is, it's only, you know, a couple of decades in, you know, United States history. See, this is where you're going to lose me. I That's don't right. do a lot of history. I know. Take it away, sir. Well, <laughs> uh, I think the most interesting, uh, the most interest in this era sort of revolves around outlaws, right? Well, yeah. And uh, these, I mean, by modern standards, these were just a bunch of violent criminals that for some reason in their day became like superheroes of their time. Kind of. Well, truly. Uh <clears throat> Just to, just to get a sense of the timelines of the era, uh, mostly we're dealing around 1865 to 1890. Uh, and because because of this, the reason for this is because, like, key contributors, like, for instance, Billy the Kid wasn't born until 1859. Okay. Obviously, he wasn't out, you know, shooting up the town by the time he was, like, six years old, you know? Right. Uh, but he later, later became a famous robber and murderer. Now, when I say murderer, of course, that, that is by today's standards. That's what these guys were. And the resolution of disputes, like of their disputes that were with a gunfight, they're kind of actually a lot worse than what they show in Hollywood, aren't they? I don't know. <clears throat> well, like, for, for one thing, in Hollywood, they always, like, make it, like, almost like a gentleman's duel, like, oh, from colonial era. That's like, not how it turn went. Turn around, walk 16 paces, <laughs> turn and fire. Usually it was like this. We 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 pull our guns out already before the even before we even shoot. The guns are already drawn. There's no quick draw here. You think? They're, yes, this is true. They would walk out with their guns and be yelling at each other about something that they were arguing about, and eventually someone would shoot. Now they weren't great shots, most of them, so they would miss. You don't think they practice? No, they would end up shooting their entire. <laughs> All you know, six like, shots. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, no, I'm not saying practice at the time. I'm saying, like, go out with some tin cans on the fence I'm post. sure, but in a moment but of drunken not. passion. Well, no, maybe <laughs> not, because just think. I mean, bullets did not, like, you know, grow at the convenience store or whatever. I don't know where you get bullets now. They sold like, bullets back then. You could buy cartridges. They did, but I bet they were super expensive and probably pretty hard to come by. Probably a penny for a hundred. What? It's not a gumball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you much bullets were. You wouldn't want to waste them, right? <clears throat> I'm saying that that this is all theory for me because I don't know. No, they they had plenty of time to practice and stuff, but they usually had these arguments. Then why weren't they good under, shots? Because I'm telling you okay. that <laughs> that they would come out of the saloon half cocked and arguing with someone, and then pull their guns out and be yelling at the other one to shut his mouth or whatever. Then they'd start shooting. Well, they had to drink the beer because water was not readily available. I don't care, but they would shoot like six times or more, <laughs> shooting all over the place and not hitting the guy, hitting spectators, That's you know, terrible. hitting horses. <laughs> oh. And this is the thing is that, that you know, even after it ended, like in, in, the, in, in the movies, they always like show them like they both do a quick draw and one guy shoots, the other guy shoots and he hits, you know, and hits him just beforehand. Always. Or shoots the gun out of his hand or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But instantly the guy falls to the ground and it's just like, yep, Jeb won. <laughs> it's like, no, Jeb didn't win until the other guy stopped moving technically, which would be like minutes. Minutes would go by in a gunfight and they would just be like going. Well, I'm pretty sure Jeb wasn't getting back up. <laughs> wait, not Jeb, wait, he's still grabbing for his gun. He might. He, he could still. <laughs> right? Uh, most of the time, it, there was no, you know, draw phase. It was just simply who shot first. 
Yeah. And then you would just wait till that other guy expired on the ground while the other guy probably reloaded. You don't think <laughs> you shot him again just right away? I don't know. But here's the funny thing is you think that you go out and everybody's like there and they're like, oh, we saw it, Sheriff. He, that, you know, old Black Bart shot first. No. The sheriff would come out and arrest him. <laughs> He'd come out and arrest that guy. And if someone said, Black Bart shot first, he'll be like, I'll take note of that. You're under arrest. And those people would be charged with murder. The spectators? No, the, anybody who took part in one of those, that won one of those shootouts would be charged with murder. Well, they should be. Yeah. I mean, I'm even saying people that were like good guys. Like, for instance, you grew up in Springfield, Missouri, right? Yeah. Now, Springfield, Missouri I is... I thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Springfield, Missouri is really uh, famous for Wild Bill Hickok's shootout with the gambler Davis Tutt. No, it's really famous for Cashew Chicken. That we'll go with. Sorry, go ahead. If you guys want to look it up, yes, cashew chicken originated in Springfield, Missouri. It is. <laughs> but it's so, anyways, um, yeah, Wild Bill Hickok shot David Tut over, you know, just over Davis? an argument. David? Davis, sorry, Tut. And uh, it made Wild Bill sort of a household name. It sort of made in him. Springfield? It, it made him famous, yes. In Springfield? Yes. See, I never heard any of that. I, it's true. There's no plaque on the square or anything. You never looked for it. No, probably not. I knew it. Uh, Bill, though, was charged with murder afterwards. Well, good. Later on, he was acquitted. Oh. But, I mean, this is a guy that, that they said, oh, yeah, it, was, it wasn't his fault. He, he did, you know, did what he should. And they're just like, you're a murderer. He was a bad guy? Mm, no, not really. Oh, okay. Overall, he, he became like sort of a lawman kind of guy. I think he might have been a Texas ranger, some kind of ranger or something like that. But anyways. We're going to get letters on this. Oh, I know. You now. guys have no idea what you're talking about. Please stop. <laughs> Use idiots. <Yeah. laughs> I saw it. He shot first. <laughs> the, uh, uh, 1865, though, same year, also saw Frank and Jesse James rob their first uh, bank in Liberty, Missouri. Now, them I've heard of. Well, I've heard of Wild Bill, but I didn't know anything about it being in Springfield. See, everybody thinks, uh, when, when I wonder what people think when they think of where the outlaw West happened. Because a lot of, and I know, that's what people think, but they're wrong. Most of it didn't happen there. New Mexico. More of it happened here. Texas. <laughs> Desertous. No. Regions with the tumbleweed. <clears throat> I, when's the last time you saw a tumbleweed rolling down the street? Who cares? Never. <laughs> Now, we visited the former home of Jesse James in uh, St. Joseph, Missouri. We did. Now, and I made you go to an antique store while we were there. I have to, I have so to tell fun. you. <laughs> it was a flea market. It was cool. <laughs> but anyways, I have to tell you that they actually moved that house from wherever it was before and put it right next to the, Platt, the, the Pat House, which is a former Pony Express headquarter. When we saw it, it had been moved there? Or the Pate House. It's the Pate. Bah, I'm stupid, Pate. Pate. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's the, it's the Pate house. Okay. But the uh, the cool thing about it is is that the that you get to, it's just a, a two little two room house, little farmhouse, and they there's actually a hole in the wall that they claim is where the hole the bullet made after passing through Jesse James. Right. I Which don't know if that's I don't know if that's true or not. Who knows? My my dad when I mentioned that to him, my dad goes, yeah. I'm sure the drill really put a nice bullet hole in the wall so they can what? sell it to tourists. Here's what I always pictured, too. Some some guy goes in there, he's got his little gun on him, and he's like, you know what would be really great is if we just, what if there was a bullet hole in the wall? That's where he died, right well, there. And I, I, think, I think truly that Jesse James was shot in the house, but the, the bullet is like, 
you know, right up on the wall, eye level. Did it go through level. and through? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Because usually, don't people, like, not die when it goes all the way through? They usually die when the bullet gets well, stuck. Well, if, if it goes right in through the middle of your forehead well, and yeah. passes right through your brain and out no, the back of your skull. Gullet, <laughs> that, that's not what it was. I'm serious. It, it was a headshot? I think so. Oh, well, yeah, he's going to die from that no matter what. <laughs> but we've actually been to that, and that's available for everybody to see, and that's really cool. It is really cool. I mean, if you're into this kind of stuff. And, I'm uh, not into this kind of stuff, and I thought it was cool. Now, something, something we didn't do in Missouri is you and I, in Colorado, we actually found... Uh, Doc Holliday's grave. It was honorary grave, we though, told, wasn't it? No, I don't think so. I think it was his actual grave. Really? I thought so. I don't know, but Doc Holliday was, was like you know famous for the shootout at the OK doing. Corral, you know. And oh, is that what it was? Oh, I don't know. My goodness, I don't pay attention. And uh, <clears throat> when we went to his honorary honorary grave, it was like I think it was an honorary grave. I don't think he was actually buried there. <clears throat> well, they, I think he's buried was, like in Arizona. There or was something. enough booze bottles. People like <clears throat> that was what was weird out. about it. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. These people who pay like homage to him by throwing cigarettes on his grave. Yeah, and, there were cigarettes. And there were and, and a lot of cards, like playing yeah, cards, poker and chips. Poker chips and yeah, just just kind of weird how and people it was, are. Uh, just up on top of this hill. And it almost didn't it kind of feel like you were going into somebody's backyard or something because there was a house down at the bottom of the hill, kind of. And then you've got to go on this little trail. It's like, is this the wasn't right like half thing? the trail like a dirt road too? Kind of. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. It was like a in 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 that town there was like a hot spring or something like that. What what town it was, was a, that? I think it was Glenwood Springs. Was it? I'd have to look it up again. Maybe. But yeah, because we were going to go to the hot springs and then we decided <laughs> that it just sounded kind of creepy and and like <laughs> sitting around in a hot bath with. Other people sounded weird to know, us with all the Russian people. I don't. I'm so no. I'm so old and creaky now. I'd probably try it. Yeah. Well, here's <laughs> something else. One last thing. Uh, you know, uh, Cole Younger grew up in a, in our town because we don't we don't technically live in Kansas City. We live in a suburb of Kansas City called Lee's Summit. Yeah. And Cole Younger, his family was are you, are from Lee's Summit. You gonna Lee's give him Summit. our address too? No, I'm just kidding. If they want to don't. send me gifts, they can. No. Okay, never mind. We get a P.O. box for that. <laughs> uh, Cole Younger was also a, mess, a member of the James Gang for a while, and he wasn't as famous as Jesse, but he actually grew up about a mile, or I grew up about a mile from his family farm. Yeah. And uh, it, it, when I was young, they they still had the farmhouse. <laughs> younger? No, I'm just kidding. They still had his farmhouse there, and it was like, and they still had his barn there, and a farmer was using the barn as a hay bale storage for winter hay. Because you, you build up a bunch of hay for livestock in the wintertime, and then you use those reserves, you know, to feed them whenever, you know, the ground is frozen over and not growing. Right. And uh, plus, you don't want to feed, you want to feed, I'm just going into livestock care. Don't worry about it. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I used to play in this barn. We used to, we used to build forts out of hay bales and then run around it and stuff, play tag and stuff like that. And this, mm-hmm. is, this is a barn that's probably 25 feet to the peak. Did you ever see a ghost of Cole Younger there? There was this one night when absolutely nothing happened. <laughs> oh, but, uh, you know, I remember we, that night. We actually got in his house. His house was massively decrepit, and we were, it was so dangerous for us to be climbing around in there because, you know, the whole bottom of it sunk in, you know, and there was holes through the roof, and, you know, every square inch got wet in the rain. So these were places you weren't supposed to be in the first place? Absolutely not. The farmer would actually chase us off if he saw us in the barn. He'd drive through his house. <laughs> This farm field in his truck yelling at us, and we go take it off because you know he couldn't really keep up. You were a rotten kid. Not, I didn't light it on fire or anything like that. No, that would have been a horrible <laughs> See? kid. Jeez. But anyways, uh, yeah. So I grew up right there by the Cole Younger farm. They eventually tore it all down. And what was he famous for? 
He was in the James Gang. And oh, okay. uh, at one point, I can't remember which robbery it was, but he was actually on record shot 21 times in one bank robbery and survived. Good grief. He was captured like two that... or three days later and spent like, you know, eight years in prison and got out and lived, you know, lived out the rest of his life. Well, that definitely uh, goes to your point of having bad aim. They they shot him like crazy. Apparently none of those were a headshot. <laughs> but, you know, it turns out that, you know, we actually live in an area where a lot of the Old West occurred. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's worth looking into on a vacation if you're into that kind of stuff, like, or, you know, some sort of infamous U.S. Hist- history, you know. And uh, with that, let's see where the game, let's see if this game leads to a shootout as we do our playthrough review of Dice Town. The following is a true recount of a board gaming session. It is not merely a conversation. It contains the actual sounds of components, success and failure, and in-the-moment emotions from the incident itself. The archivists of this audio would like to remind the faint of heart that the people involved are not rules experts, did not design the game, and do not always play nice. No one was murdered in the playing of this game. All right. Dice Town is a dice game with an Old West setting. Each player saddles up to the table and is given a dice cup with five poker face dice to roll. These poker dice have a different face on each side. A nine, ten, jack, queen, king, and ace faces. These dice are used to take action spaces on the board each turn that gain them points. The player with the most points at the end of either the gold nugget supply or the property card supply is the winner. Players begin their turn by shaking their dice inside their cups and slamming the dice the cups down on the table. Once there, the players peek under their cup and select which dice they want to keep and remove the ones that they want to re-roll. Then all together the players reveal how many dice and what dice faces they are keeping. You must keep one each roll, and every die past that first one will cost you an extra dollar that will be paid to the, to the stagecoach space. Players continue rolling and revealing dice until someone has held their fifth die. When this happens, each other player gets one more roll and must hold every die in that final roll, but at least they don't have to pay for what they're stuck with. Now, each player will create poker hands and compare against each other to take action spaces on the game board. The first space of the game board is the gold mine. It goes to the miner with the most nine faces. The mine is filled with a limited number of gold nuggets at the start of the game, and each one is worth one point. The miner who wins the space each round gains nuggets equal to the number of nine faces. When the gold nuggets on the mine run out, it causes the end of the game. The next space is the stagecoach. This this space fills with the money that the players spend holding dice each turn, and the money is stolen by the outlaw with the most ten faces showing. Past the stagecoach is the general store. This store contains a stack of cards with a variety of victory points or several different special effects. The shopper with the most jacks can draw as many cards as they have jack faces on their dice, select one, and discard the rest. Next to the general store is the saloon. The saloon awards the gambler with the most queens the ability to look at as many cards as they have queen faces showing from one other player's cards. Then they get to pick one of those and keep it and give the rest back. The deputy is the one with the most kings. uh, The deputy with most kings is rewarded the next next uh, space. The title of sheriff. The sheriff title is displayed by a badge card in front of you. If you are the sheriff, you decide ties. The next space on the board is the town hall, and the town hall is the place where the property claims are made. 
The claims are a deck of cards worth various points, and the top three cards of these are displayed face up in a queue. The player will compare co- players compare poker hands and decide who has the best hand. That prospector gets the bottom card in the queue. However, the prospector also receives one additional card for each ace in their hand that they use to make their poker hand. Up to a maximum of three cards can be acquired this way each turn. The last space on the board is Doc Bad Luck's Wagon, and this space is reserved for the no-good varmint who didn't win any action spaces on the board. They have, they have one of four possible decisions to make based on what faces they have showing. A 9 or a 10 face in their hand allows them to barb wire two of their property cards. This makes the un- other players unable to steal them. A jack or queen face in Doc Bad Luck lets you draw the top card from the general store and keep it. A king face will allow you to uh, put a sting operation in that steals $2 from every player. Finally, an ace showing you set up a big sting operation and steal a gold nugget from each other player. Players continue rolling and holding dice and allocating them to the, ac- on the, to the action board until either the mine runs out of nuggets or the property claim deck runs out. One of two, two conditions are, are met. The players finish the turn, count points. Nuggets are worth one point, and every $2 is worth one point. The sheriff title is worth five points, and the rest of the points come from properties and general store cards. How do you like that? I'm sorry, I was waiting for more music. No. Okay. <laughs> All right, so this is a uh, this is a big dice game, old west dice game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, with now, a poker theme. <laughs> <laughs> now, just to let you know, this game starts off just a little bit different than we usually start a game. Well, shouldn't Wait. we tell who was who? playing? Oh, well, who was playing? That girl. No, who? <laughs> Anna and Tyler were playing okay. with us, and they uh, haven't played on our podcast before, so I okay. thought we should introduce their names, because I don't know that we've mentioned them yet. I think I mentioned them on the preview of last episode. Did you? For this episode. Okay. That's okay. Again, if you did not listen to our last episode, you should listen to that before. The, I, there goes that weird accent again. I don't oh even know. God. Okay, let's play a clip. All right. You guys ready? We're rolling dice. Remember, you no, roll, roll them down into your no, no, cup. Wait. What? Wait, what? Well, you know, I mean, I know he's like the youngest and everything, but are you sure you don't want to play star player for the... No, he's the youngest. It says in the book. We're following so, the rules. So, so a little bitter that you're the baby. <laughs> the teacher no, I just, says that you're... No, star player we're not game. playing star oh, player. So because it's okay. <laughs> I like star player. All right. All right, I'm looking. Oh, my God. I love to deny star player. <laughs> I think our listeners are going to be disappointed. I doubt it. You never know. No one's ever said we love hearing you play Star Player in those crappy joke cards. Well, no. No, you're right. <laughs> well, <clears throat> funny thing is, uh, I mean, that I'm sorry, but that just, Star Player is just not my game. And, uh, you know, we do actually get started playing here right away, though, after I, after I snub you on that. But right after we do, we get a call from the lawyer. He didn't. He didn't explain too. Let's didn't say I that now there was something you missed. I doubt. If it. let's say that uh, I decide I, I like all mine, I'm going to spend all five of mine right now, and or I'm going to spend four bucks right now and keep all of mine, which is not happening by the way. But let's say that, that it did. Okay. Then you guys would all get to keep your do your one thing for this turn, and then you get one more turn, and whatever you roll, you're stuck with. So if you end it early, 
Oh. Everybody's stuck with that last roll. That otherwise, do we get three? Like, otherwise, three you can, rolls. You or? can have up to five rolls because oh. there's five dice. Okay. Okay. It's not like Yahtzee if, you start, if you buy all your stuff out early, you only get one more roll after that. If somebody if somebody ends it early, well, then everybody remaining gets one last I didn't roll, read and that's that it. I know. I did. Thank you. Very. You're welcome. So well if thought, Nicole. So even if I picked like three, <laughs> we would only have two rolls after that, no matter what you guys say. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I can only imagine just how accurate all of our rules would be if you took the time to read the book. <laughs> you know, I never really want to read the book until after we've already kind of played it. I don't you know just, why. The only thing you wanted to use it as is like some sort of check and balance to see if I'm cheating. Well, yeah, definitely. No, I don't know. <laughs> something about my brain, the way that it works. Like, even with movies, same thing. Like, if, if there's a book and there's a movie version... I might want to read the book, but if I watch the movie first and then I read the book, I get so much more out of the book than I did before I watched the movie if I just read it. So first. wait, you're saying that if you read the book, then watch the movie, you don't get anything out of it. I, if I you read go the book the and I'm like, way. huh, that was interesting. And then I watch the movie and I'm like, wait a minute, let me read that book again. Oh my gosh, look at all this stuff I missed. <laughs> I don't know why. My brain is broken. See, you're sort of a support rule lawyer. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we start we start rolling and we we actually play a couple of turns and this is what a turn actually sounds like. Who has the most nines? I have zero. I have two. I have two. Okay, sheriff decides. Do you want to give Nicole the nuggets or no, take? No, I don't think I'll take the nuggets. Whoa, that's so corruption. In a surprising turn of events. Absolute corruption. Uh, who has the most tens? I have one. I have one. Who do you want to have the money? Give Nicole the money. As if yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who has the most jacks? Anybody have any I jacks? I have one. Oh, you get one card. You Ooh. just get to keep it. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> who has the most kings? I have three. I'm Anna has. You skipped. Oh, sorry, queens. Who has most queens? I have two. Okay, so you get to steal or take two cards from any player and look at them and choose which one you want. I'm going to take Anna's two cards. Oh, man. Which two do you want, though? I have three cards. How Do I, oh, do I just pick just, two to give him? No, he can take he whichever can two He can randomly take want. three, so you just kind of hold them up where he well, can't see them. he can tell okay. which... No, okay, he, he can he tell, can what, tell which, what the back, backs are. But he can't tell what the fronts are, so... Okay, so he gets to decide which one of those he wants. Good, good news, he took the one. No, he didn't. <laughs> All right, the sheriff spot. Uh, okay. I have three, Anna has three, so Tyler, you get to decide who's the sheriff. I'll let her be the sheriff. Oh, my oh golly gee, thanks. One of these days I'll get a break. Now, here, here's here's <laughs> where the break comes up. No, this is terrible because you gave her the worst thing you could do. Yeah. So now she gets to decide who wins the town hall. Because it's between Because it's between us. Like We both have three. Yeah, you're and, right. a, and a uh, spade, so. Well. You're going to take it. Me, yeah. So you get two cards, the bottom two cards, and then I get to go to Dr. Unlucky because I didn't win anything. Oh. <clears throat> now, Dr. Unlucky... What can I do? I've got an You're ace that allows me to, to steal a nugget from everybody, which isn't going to pay off. Because I have no nuggets. I could do kings, which steal $2 from everybody. Yeah, which is what I'm going to do. So I, I steal $2 from every person at the table. So $6, please. All right. Wow. And then this guy moves down, yes? Yes, and two more come in. Showing by. off with your long arms. Jeez. I, I mean, I'm just going to point out right off the bat, you it's guys are playing right. Well, and it, it's also duck bad luck. Well, I'm just telling you that I lost every decision on that turn. I know. <laughs> but then you get to go to Doc bad luck, and that's helpful for you. But one thing about that is it really points out just, even though he's not worth any points right now, 
just how powerful Sheriff is. Oh, yeah. Because we were running into a tie of one sort of another almost every turn. Pretty much, yeah. So sh- the Sheriff, a lot of times, is involved in that tie and always deciding for themselves. Right. You know, or against me, one or the other. Exactly. <laughs> now, uh, someone, some, uh, we've mentioned that someone finishes the dice roll and everybody gets one more, right? Right. So let's, a couple times now. Let's see what happens with that. You're getting ready. <laughs> you going in? No. What are we doing? Am I making, All right, reveal. making you nervous? Reveal. What? Oh, oh my yes. god. Yes. Nada. And whatever you roll, you're stuck with because it's a flat roll. For those of you playing at home, I just rolled five of a kind. Yeah, yeah. That's terrible. Did you cheat? Yes, all the time. <laughs> I have... Magic. <laughs> All right, who has the most nines? I have one. I, I have got one. two. So I get two Dang. nuggets. Ah, oh, nuggets, what? Uh, who has the most tens? I have two. Okay, you get this. Yes. Uh, this moves up. Who has the most jacks? I have one. You get one card, because that's all there was. Uh, who has the most queens? Anybody? Nope. Nobody steals cards. Most kings. Surprise! You stay I'm the already sheriff, the sheriff, though. Five of a kind, sheriff, and uh, five of a kind is the best, uh, the best score. So you get to take the bottom card. Gracias. Get any extra? So stinky. I know, right? You got to steal those cards. Get some queens going. Don't steal my okay, cards. So <laughs> I didn't win anything. So I get to go to bad luck. Yes, no you luck. do. Now luck bad was... luck. You've got just aces and a nine. You can either uh, make every player give you a nugget each, which would result in two since Anna has zero, Mm -hmm. or you can take your property cards and equip, uh, choose two of your property claims from your hand and place them in front of you, face up, and no one can claim them. I have no property, so I guess I will take a nugget from either of you gentlemen. It's both of us one. I know. All right. Both. Thank you. Thank you. We're back to rolling dice again. I find this is kind of hard to roll. It is. It's weird. Now, the reason they mention that it's hard is because <clears throat> this game's kind of cool. It comes it's with cups. Cool. It comes with these little round poker cups, but they are yeah. little. They're tiny. They barely will allow the five dice to fall on the table when you pick the cup up. Right. And so when you're trying to roll them and, and put that cup down the table, there's no real estate in that cup for those dice to be at. I mean, I guess if you tip the cup all the way forward and then tipped it back really quick down, that would be like a technique. But, you know, we're, usually you're putting your hand up against the bottom and you're shaking it around and you're trying to kind of awkwardly remove that other hand and put it down on the table at the same time when you slam your cup down. Well, I didn't have that trouble. Well, I did, and no, so the did trouble, they. Well, the trouble that I had was when you're trying to lift the cup back up to be able to see which dice you want to keep, trying to keep everything secret at that point. That was hard? That was kind of hard because <clears throat> I'm like kind of, you know, my finger's getting under the cup to try and pick the little dice out so they could see All you have to have is an honest on. player sitting next to you. You didn't have that. You had Anna. I was sitting next to you. You're across, to, across from her. Oh, my God. Are you talking about me? Are you rewriting reality? No, Anna was across from you. Yeah, I know. I'm right next she was to you. Next to you. It's sort of next. That's a cross. Whatever. Our table's huge. It is big. That <laughs> <laughs> might as well be in the other room with some people. <laughs> but the, uh, <coughs> I think it's just keeping it underneath the cup. 
Kind of. <clears throat> well, because you have to get the other ones out from underneath the cup and yeah. just have the one you're going to keep underneath the cup. Honestly, that's, that, the part that I have trouble with is trying to not let a die shoot out the side of it when I'm getting ready to slam it I down the table. I don't have that trouble at all. Wow. I'm, and I'm not talented. <clears throat> well, well, I mean, uh, you're, you may not be having trouble with that, but you're having trouble with this. Did anybody not win any spaces? I didn't win anything. <clears throat> Again. And I got a nugget. You got Dr. Unlucky. What did you get? You got the jacks. Yeah. Right. Okay, so what are my options again? I have... <clears throat> okay, so now you have, a, you have a lot of options. I have no property, so I don't care about whatever okay, that so is. So 9 and 10 just might as well be thrown away. Okay. Uh, you can draw the first card from the general store. It's the only option you have. Really? Mm-hmm. What's the queen do? Same thing as the jack. Draw the first card from the general store. I guess I'll take that. Okay, you get that, and then we start rolling oh, dice I can't again. Reach. I think rolling the dice is your favorite part. I know. I think you just like saying rolling the dice. I love rolling the dice. <laughs> this, in this game, honestly, there's no more fun part of the game than rolling the dice. I, it's just, I don't, well. The second, a, close, a close second is, is getting gold nuggets from a mine. Well, the anticipation of are you going to beat the other player? I like, I like that moment. <laughs> That's fun. I don't know. I think it's a dice game. That is the most fun of every dice game. It's, it feels super competitive, though, because you have, you're in competition for the nines. You're in competition for the tens. You're in competition for the jacks. Yeah. Really, I like that part of it. Yeah. So. Because there's nothing more frustrating. I mean, this and this happens, like, in this game where I, you know, <clears throat> where, you know, you pick up the cup and you just, you know, you show, hey, look, I paid $2 to hold two extra dice. And you look over across and someone else is paying $2. For the exact same faces, and now you're like, oh great, great! Now I have three dice on the table, and I have two more rolls, and I have to hope that they don't roll any more of those faces, or they're going to take the spot. Now Mm -hmm. I've committed money and resources just to winning that spot, and I and you may lose it all. Yeah, and you may lose it all. Mm -hmm. So then you're rolling the dice again. (laughs) Now uh, we we've reached about the halfway point in this game, and uh, things actually do start to heat up. All right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Reveal. I throw in one dollar and I'm out of I dice. So you get one more roll. Okay, reveal. Pretty excited about this. Whoa! I'd like to use my thingy. Oh my goodness. Here that says I can flip this to whatever face I want. Okay, that's fine. Oh my you goodness. Suck. <laughs> Cheating over here. I wonder who's gonna win. Who has the most nines, Nicole? I have three. That's me. I have five. Oh, Dang it! Five. Yeah, and then she got five jacks to beat me. That's okay. Guess who will be sheriff at that point? Not Anna. Because it'll be five of a kind, so I get to decide who wins. That doesn't make any sense, though. I have a higher face value. Higher face value wins. Yeah, she, has, she, has, she still has a better poker hand. Yeah. Maybe. It's the better poker hand. Wait a second. No way. Hold on a second. Maybe you do. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's I should. Even if you get to choose, pick her. Because if I win, it'll just be null and void. That's okay. Here we go. She raspberried you. All right, so... You were trying to give the sheriff a little extra power there. Look... There's I want laws to. in this town, all and right, all even right. the sheriff must abide. It was an honest mistake. 
Yes. It didn't get it didn't go through. It got caught on the table. Yes. But if if you if two players both roll five of a kind, it's still the better poker hand that wins. Okay. But uh Otherwise you know, what's the point of poker? Well, it seems like Anna's doing really well at this point in the game. I think that's why I was hoping she wouldn't be sheriff again. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it seemed like she was like emerging You're as being a sore as, winner as the, loser. Well loser? no. You always attack first place. Well, yeah. And I think that she was in first place at that point. I know who was not in first place. Yeah? Me. You know what that does? What? That sets you up for a comeback. Ooh! Uh, queens. Nicole has the most queens, right? That would be me. You get to pick someone, steal uh, one of their cards, draw two of them. Okay. Okay, I think I've chosen to do my secret weapon your card. Cards. Okay. Oh, Nicole's going for it. And I'm going to keep that one. And then I'm going to uh, play this. I won the saloon sal nope. action, so I get to play it twice in a row, either on the same player or two different players. So I'm going to go for two of your cards as well. <gasps> what? You know what? No, you've got like that one lonely nugget. He's got like nuggets galore. I would like another one of your cards. <laughs> yeah! Oh, That's right! My God. That's my girl right there. Yes! <laughs> Vicious. No. Didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> I didn't, and I appreciate it. Nobody expects that. Because oh, look at my sad little oh, nugget. I hate like, you so much. I got two stinky nuggets. She just took. Me. She just took my best card. Yeah, but look at your nugget pile you over the there. Most kings. I have the most kings. <laughs> what? I was attacking the best player, which was the one with the most nuggets. This is one of these moments where this is the truth. If you take someone's best card in a game. You've pretty much guaranteed that you've just started a feud. Yeah, it was accidental. Yeah. I didn't mean to. Was it? I mean, yeah. you looked right at him and said, you have the most nuggets. I'm stealing from you. Well, I didn't know I was going to get his best card, but boy, did I. Oh, my God. <laughs> it just seems like something that's going to echo out through the game, doesn't it? Maybe. <laughs> because, uh, I mean, it's almost immediate how fast the, the repercussions are, aren't he they? He sounded angry. <laughs> Can I, can I use a card in the same term that I pick it? Uh, possibly. That sounds shady. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I feel know. fine about that, and I'm sheriff, so shit it. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, you have your answer. <laughs> you shut your mouth, deputy. Uh, what? <laughs> Shenanigans. Oh. So what you doing over there? Don't look at his cards. Oh, that was some I'm, I'm blatant gonna, gonna cheating. I mean... Gonna do it. He's not hiding them. Ooh. We'll make you wear a little hat. I know, blinders and a hat. Well, I'm gonna choose this card. <gasps> Are you gonna play it? Choose a card. And I'm gonna play it together. immediately. So you discard all these. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna play this immediately. The player who holds up the bank must give you half of the sum stolen. What? Is that retroactive though, you think? Well, that's what I was trying to... That's why See, that's I don't why think I it should be. Yes. I don't think that's fair. Hold on a second. I'll make a decision. If not, I'm I'll pick a different card. I'm the sheriff. Hold you on You can't a pick a different card. You already picked that one. Nah, that's a first first player technicality based on the sheriff being a ninny. <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. Get your ass to jail. No, I'm just kidding. The, uh, hey. You have to bleep that? No. <laughs> According to the sheriff. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Um, let's see, this is, which one is that? That's, what does that one say on top of it? Does it say anything special? 
play this card whenever an opponent oh, this holds is up even the bank. Split. Oh, player... whenever they hold up the bank. So I've already held up the bank. Up the bank so yeah, I think you need to do a different one. Okay. You have to do yep. it when they do it, so that would have been Sheriff great to mini. have last So now time. we've all seen whatever cards he could have had. I didn't look at them because I am not Anna going to did. be... Anna did. I know. But I, didn't, I didn't see <laughs> them. The I looked. Shady. I didn't see them. Does that help? The lights were, on I don't know what they are. Well, I'm going to take this one, which I can play oh. because I am currently I like still going to the so general hard. store, so I get four more cards. To, to keep? No. I think I just get to choose. I don't know. You tell me what that means. Mm. Let me take a look. I would have picked that one the first time. Well, I was play yeah, this card when you go to the general 50. store. The eight dollars is looking. Yeah, the eight dollars. I'll let you do it. You get to go back to the general store and do four more cards. Go for it, big guy. I like the confidence in that play. I don't. You don't? It's like I got this. Chew on that. Right? Somebody's getting a little hotty toddy over there. All right, Nicole, you're going to have to take over the turn, but I think I'm going to score the highest in here in a second. So why don't you count your money when you're, when you're sitting at the table? Is it just rude, or is no, it like a No, it's just jinx? risky. You, you, someone's going to see how much money you have, and then maybe knock you up, and knock you over, and knock you up. I'm going to marry this rich guy. No, the, uh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, where are you going? i got, I got to go put the pizza in. But we're, we're in the middle of a round. I know, but you can take over. I'm not going to get anything else. Because he's got four of a kind jacks, minor nines. Okay, go away then. Be gone, sir. And everybody steal okay, all the so friends we're at nuggets. The saloon. You guys would steal my nuggets, would you? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I would not let anybody <clears throat> steal your nuggets. But see, that that really showcases sheriff, doesn't it? Well, definitely. Jeez. Except we still had to call you a ninny. <laughs> uh, you did. Well, yeah, they agreed. No, they did not. Was, I could yes. see him shaking their head and going I'm, like shaming you every no. time. Okay, that was me. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> no, so I mean, you you got to see just how powerful sheriff is. I mean, honestly, judge, jury, executioner. Yep. All in a row. Yep. That's just for having a little badge car. That's right. Insane. Now here is a die rolling problem that you had to fix, Nicole. We're back to rolling dice. <laughs> oh, oh, they just oh, went everywhere. Okay, so I have one that's legitimately on its end. How? Is that possible? I don't want to shoot. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, shameful. Sorry. All right. <laughs> that fell in my favor, by the way. Good. Well, we'll there take you it. Go. See, now that should have ended the feud right there, don't you think? <laughs> I know, I helped him out. I smacked that table. Now, normally, as place. sheriff, I would have liked to to decide that for him. I thought my method was much better. I'm pretty sure that you were some sort of bald knobber or <laughs> <laughs> some vigilante mob taking law in your own hands. But uh, the funny thing is, is Tyler did not let that settle the score. Of course not. And he still has revenge on his mind, doesn't he? Yes, he does. All right, uh, who has the most uh, jacks? I have two. two. Okay, uh, Sheriff decides. I have no money. She's got a stack. Yeah. Uh-uh. Seriously? Hey-o. Okay, uh, top two. I'll go ahead and shuffle these in. Probably. I got to pick my one. I don't think I can go to the discard pile. Like I think you're doing better than you're leading on. I have two nuggets. And no money. Yeah, I but I think you have all the good cards. And she stole two of my cards. Yeah, you have a card that was worth eight, and I know it, because I had it. <gasps> Is that true? She oh, my 
my god, I can't believe what that information stole that? That came out. He's gonna go to jail if I get the show back. <laughs> okay. Because I had it, she stole it. Sorry, I'm like I'm struggling sure to understand it. what this That's one okay. means here. Uh, the there's a I don't know if this elaborates or not on the back here, but here. I bet it, it just says the exact same thing. It probably does. Who has the most queens? I do, right? I have one. I need to steal from Tyler. Oh, okay. I get it now. I, I just two. had to like reread it. I got it. two. I'm going to do two cards from Tyler. Just shuffle up your, your property cards. Or wait, how many cards do you have, Nicole? Four. Okay, I'm going to take cards from you. Okay? And I want these. <laughs> That's, you took three, first off. Sorry. Uh, I just want those two. Those two. Just the two general store cards. Thank you. Yes, I know which one I want. Gee, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder which one, Tyler. This one is worth nothing, just so you guys know. Just Tyler, measly point. Don't steal from me. <laughs> um, sorry, what, who are, what are we doing? We're Who's doing, the he stole. That just started off a full-blown steal-a-thon. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, one of the rules of the game, and I, well, it may not actually be in the book, but just... One would think one of the rules would be you don't tell what the cards are. No, as, a, as his final, like, stake in the heart for stealing from him up front, he he reveals the card that these two are in contention for is like an eight-point card, which, which is a is lot huge. of points from the general store. I think there's old, I think it's the highest point card it in the general store. Is. And and you guys both know that you have it, and so you're just stealing back and forth from each other. And Tyler decides to just throw it out there that that card's in your possession. So now you steal from me. I know. I know. Thank you. You know what's cool though is that in this turn is this rare moment that they actually distrust you instead of me. No one should ever distrust me. Everyone should distrust me. I'm the rule follower. (laughs) I'm the guy who makes my, tries to continually just make it feel like I'm not a threat. And then you totally It's totally okay. I'm on your side. No, you are not. We have to team up against somebody else. No. And meanwhile, I'm right there neck and neck for the lead of the game, if not deftly in the lead of the game. Always. (laughs) Not always, but a lot of times. mm -hmm. Unless we're playing Bruges against Brianna, and then I'm dead last, and it's going to be horrible. Okay, but the game is nearly over, so let's see how this uh, how this point grab continues. Dang, pizza. Okay, I'm, I'm out, so you guys get one more roll round if you save dice. And you're just stuck with it. Oh, not bad. Heck yeah. So I think you've, I've got kings over it? queens, but you've got queens, queens over, over aces. aces. So, so I, I think, think I'm, you still win because you got the I think so. three. Yeah. Poop. And I've blown Fred away as well. Poop. Nines? Fred has three. No nines. Oh, that's going to signify the end of the game then because he'll get these two. Yeah. Well, let's uh, wait then. So, yeah. Fred, you need to hurry up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> with you two. Have you been chatting? <laughs> Tyler just tells me to shit. Okay, so, <laughs> all right. you got the nines. That's so excellent. So I take the rest of these, so the game's going to end at the end of this turn. That's what I said. That's what I said. Ten. <laughs> no, that's what the sheriff said. I got one ten. No tens. I have no tens. All right, so I take you this money. money. That's excellent. Oh, man. Jacks. Three. You get three cards. 
Three cards. Pick one. Pick one and get rid of the others. Queens, Nicole. I have three queens. And I was stealing cards from Tyler as soon as he is done doing what he does. Zing! This is all contention for one card, Anna. Yes! It's amazing. I tasted that glory for but a moment. Now it's, it's just delicious. spite. It's just spite. It's delicious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the back and forth continue. I want my card back. Oh. Now, I thought, I'm pretty sure he was the first one to draw that card, right? Yeah. It's amazing that there's so many other cards there that if you guys were like really focusing on getting other cards, you probably could have got those points back pretty easy some other way. Maybe. But, it didn't but I matter. wanted that card. Oh, I know. You just had to have Only because he announced it to the world. <laughs> like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> well, now uh, the good news is we're at the final moments of the game, and the game is just about to end. You heard that we are getting ready to go into the final moments. So here we go. Anybody not win something this turn? I don't think so. Oh, do we get to use any of these that we have left? If we don't, if we didn't. Well, you like have to them? be using them during the game. I know, but good news. After what? the doc bad luck thing, I if I didn't even if I won something, I can do it anyway. Then do it. What are you doing? I don't know. Um, what are my options? Well, you've got kings and queens. Kings and queens. So you can at this point either draw the first card from the general store pile or. You can steal $2 from every player, which will be three points, three victory points, if you want to do that. Except I have no money, so there's no point so in stealing two that victory from points. me. Or you get whatever's the top card. For the Which could be a victory point, could store? be a rock. Oh, for the general store? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I take the two points. Same you don't have to take my advice, though. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I'll take your dollars Because okay. that's also one less point for you, Senders. Correct. Ooh. That is the end of the game, right there. 56 minutes in. I'm pretty sure I have lost. You guys didn't realize it was going to only take an hour. It's Here a good go. game. I like this one. It's light, isn't it? Did it feel heavy? Was it confusing? No. Once I got yeah. the hang of it. Piece yeah. of cake. I mean, I really just want to point out there that before we get to the final scoring, <laughs> that I was helping Anna squeeze every nickel and dime point out of this game. Yes. Not that that should allude to anything in the final scoring. <laughs> Just play it. All right. I have 29. Okay, I double checked. I know exactly how much I have. You have 29. Yes. I have 18. <laughs> Shut up. What have you got over there? I've got 36 points. <sighs> 31 points. Oh no, I'm sorry, I didn't add that. Hold on. Plus 5. Oh, I still have 36. So you get to choose the tie, which means you win again because you're the sheriff. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! That's what it says. You get to choose. Okay, I just want to point out, you both doubled my score. Oh, I can't believe sorry, it. No, you're, sorry. You're stealing change from me. Pocket change at the end. Yeah. Took the game. Yeah, definitely. It did. Oh yes. my god. That's horrible. And you all thought you had me, too, because you Here's all took the all the good cards I got in the beginning. But I got them all back, so yay. If Tyler had tag-teamed against you with me... Hey. <laughs> then you would have won, and I still wouldn't have won. No, you guys have to attack me, believe me. No, <laughs> you have to attack me like terrible. crazy. But have we learned that we don't need to attack Nicole? She sucks. Have you learned <laughs> that attacking Fred really helps? <laughs> Since it was that close. Well, thanks for playing, guys. It was delightful. This was a good one. I could understand it. See, now, 
I, I don't mind being the target at the table. You know that, right? I know. It's just made are. me more powerful. But you heard Anna right at the very end. This is light and easy. Yeah. Now, now, admittedly, <clears throat> they are not big gamers. No. And and she'll tell tell me that you know that she's worried that I'm going to pick something that's too rule heavy and that we'll just get you know. I, I, from what I can tell, she doesn't want her brain to hurt during a game like I do. <laughs> Like, I like well, that pain. I mean, they, That's a good pain. You they know? have been over once before and played yeah. games with us. But what, we played Ticket to Ride, yep. right? And who so, won that one? Tyler, wasn't it? No. Was it Anna? Yes. Oh, okay. Gah! Was Tyler second? No. We, you were second? Yes. Was I last? No. Probably. I think, yeah, you were. I think I was. You were because I had <laughs> sold you as the Ticket to Ride demon. Well, because I'm really good on the app, which yeah. I'm still... Still trying to beat Travis. You, you're not going to take Travis on the Travis out. challenge. Can't quite <coughs> go ahead do and it. reiterate the Travis okay, challenge. The Travis for people, challenge. Just, just in case Travis they tried it. that Fred works with decided that he was going to get all fancy and beat me, and he played the game. He had no intention on doing any damage to you up front. He was just Whatever. playing a really good version of the game. Whatever. But he's playing the base game on the app with four players. Yeah. Uh, the Two girls and the the old man, the the pudgy old man guy. Um, I can't remember any other names right now. But he scored two hundred and one points, which is phenomenal. This is so, no big cities, no nineteen oh one expansion. No expansions. Expansion, so this is the base game alone, <clears throat> yeah. and the best I've been able to get, I think, is like one hundred and seventy six or something. Yeah. So and and he won't he won't quite admit to me what happened. Because I said you must have had just a ton of like destination draws in a row that just you know basically fell into your lap, and he, he said he's he won't admit to what what actually happened. I don't. He know, may not know. But, so I'm still working on the Travis challenge. <clears throat> but, but they that's had, yeah, that's besides else. the point. But <laughs> so if you can score over that and take a picture of it, send it to Nicole. She would love it. It would be pretty funny. Yeah, if you can score 203, I'll send it to Travis and and rub his face in it. Oh, that'd be great too. But uh, <clears throat> the good news is this is light. This game is very light, it and is. it plays with a lot of themes that people are very familiar with. Yeah. Like I said at the start, Old West theme is probably the most recognizable, like, you know, picture of America, of the United States at least. Right. And uh, that's, you know, a lot, a lot of people identify us with that sort of beginning and that sort of imagery. Right. So this is familiar to everyone in the United States as well as outside. Yeah, so probably. putting this theme on a table for people, especially who are non-gamers, is not threatening at all. Yeah. In fact, they're like, oh, I know cowboys. Yeah. They just, they, they, they get well, it right off the bat. It's not like they're, you're throwing down something and saying, okay, this is all farmland. And they're like, okay, well, I'm not a farmer. Yeah. So what do I know about this? I've never this? seen a farming movie. Yeah. <laughs> How many farming <laughs> movies are there that I've seen? Babe, Pig in the City. Oh, oh my wait. goodness. Charlotte's Web. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both pig movies. <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> But this is a, this is really good about this is that this theme is familiar. So well, this is a great game to use for people the dice who just come then, over. Then you've got poker too. Yeah, and everyone who's who's thinks games, they automatically imagine either dice or a deck of cards, and you have both of those things represented right there. Exactly. So now you're de- you're putting familiar on top of familiar, you know. Yeah. And and it's like you can't go wrong. It's it's such a simple mechanic and such a simple idea. You're only building poker hands with five different cards or six different cards, and you're, you're you know, it's well, completely familiar. Even in the very first clip, you heard Anna mention, you know, oh, is it like Yahtzee rules? 
I mean, it, Yahtzee, again, dice rolling, people are familiar with yeah. it. No, it's not Yahtzee rules. But still, you know, it's, it's again, yeah. it's a familiar aspect. But if you say no, it's poker rules, they get that. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay. I'm building sets, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's what you do. And so, I mean, I, another thing I really liked about this, other than the fact that it's familiar and it's really light, and it does take less than an hour, which falls into that casual gamer space, right. you know, especially for a non-trivia game, they really like that duration. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I like that even the worst role still gets something every turn. True. Even if you get nothing on the board. Now, granted, a, a great roll can get you a couple spaces, maybe even three. But even if you get nothing on the board, Doc Badluck's effects are pretty powerful. Yeah. You know, and, and even in our three-player or four-player game, if you take the do- the $2 from everyone, that's three points for the end of the game. Uh-huh. If you do nuggets, that's also three points for the end of the game. Yeah. You know? I mean, that those are really powerful abilities. Most people got no points for the end of the game or like a couple points, you know, or whatever, and that's it. So it really keeps you in the game even if you're not winning anything. Yes. Um, and and like, like I said, too, these components are pretty good. They are pretty good. I mean, I always get stoked when I open up a box and it's a dice game and they actually include thematic cups. Yeah. Okay, another one that does that is Roll for the Galaxy. We haven't played it yet, but it does have that. Another it's, one is Stone Age. Have you seen that one? No, you keep saying we're going to play it's it, so and then cool. we don't do it's it. It's got a little leather caveman cup inside there. <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> but I really like that. I like that they match it. I mean, these they, they kind of have like an antique kind of you know shape to these little poker cups, and you know, or these little dice cups. And you got the poker dice. The dice are, are decent quality, but they're not exactly rare. I've seen them in other games. They're they're a common component. Well, not too common. But I, I always get excited, too, when you see dice that aren't just the traditional pips, too. Yeah. It's always kind of fun. This does come with one of my most hated things, though. It comes with paper money. But the paper money itself is, oh. it has like a sheen to it. It's not It's not dry. It's got like a slickness to it. But we didn't use that. No, we use our poker chips. Because we love our poker chips. Because you'd be crazy to use paper money and ever. We have these have, awesome poker chips. We have clay chips. <laughs> <laughs> but the, we uh, should Instagram a picture of the poker chips. People don't like pictures. They might want to see them. <laughs> Just kidding. People like pictures. They do like pictures. Maybe. Okay, I will Instagram out a picture of the poker chips. Sure. You're going to write that on my calendar. No. When this episode no releases. Way. So, I mean, the components are not that bad. And the gold nuggets are actually little plastic glo- little gold nuggets that are kind of in irregular shapes and stuff. And you really do feel like you're getting a little piece of gold. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun to have that collection of nuggets. And, and of course, having poker chips, on, you know, in this game is the perfect, you know. Yeah, it just blends perfectly with yeah. it because you already are playing the poker mm-hmm. hands. Now, uh... Obviously, we like and this the game. Art's good too. Yeah, it's art, not too bad. It's got really some cartoony nice. things, and yeah. it's like, and the, the the board is like one mural of the old west town, sort of like a panorama of an old west town. Right. So you see the the uh, the mine, and yeah. then the stagecoach, and then you go into the yeah. town, and all the little buildings. So you've got the general store. Yeah, the board itself is going. is like kind of a thin, long rectangle. Right. Yeah, you know, like a panorama picture. Right. Um, I will say this though. You know, the game may be a little bit too light for experienced gamers with only an experienced game group. I don't know, though. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's... Because, like, by here's another... We, I just now remembered another Old West game we have. What? We have uh, that... Uh, oh. oh, you lost it. <coughs> it's because you looked at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look away, woman. No, just kidding. It's, uh, oh, bang, the dice game. Oh, yeah. 
Now, Bang the Dice game is a is a real popular game from the last year or so that, that has an Old West theme. It's older than that. It's like the last year and a half. Okay. Okay, 18 months instead of 12. Oh, Thanks, that's lawyer. That's a big difference. Shut <laughs> up. But the... Uh, no, I mean that that game is uh that game sat really well with everybody. Yeah. And this game this game I don't see why it wouldn't. It plays in maybe a little Just bit longer time. Just because a game is a light game, I don't think means that people aren't going to that experienced gamers or that hobby gamers aren't yeah. going to enjoy it too. Uh, I mean people still play Monopoly even as hobby gamers, you yeah. know. I'm, I would say this so. is as, you know, as thematic as that. You do have like the obvious points thing. Where it's like, I'm a cowboy who gets points. Yeah. Which is a little goofy. Whereas in Bang the Dice game, you, you're going, hey, I'm going to kill everybody here who's not an outlaw or who's not the who sheriff and deputy, outlaw. you yeah. know? So, I mean, it's probably a little more thematic in that regard. Yeah. But this still, I mean, I still think it's probably as engaging as that. Probably about in the same level of difficulty, too. I think it's a good, you know, to use the phrase, gateway game. I mean, yeah. I'd put it in that category. Um, another thing that some people don't like that you and I don't seem to have a problem with is it does get a little bit backstabby. Like you saw with Tyler. Yeah. You saw in the game and I mean, you were (laughs) mad. You were mad that he said that card. I was not mad that he took the card. No, but you were mad that he revealed to the whole table that you guys were content, you know, in contention for that one card. Yeah. I felt like you broke the rules and I don't like that. That's not actually a rule though. It it should be. It's not. (laughs) It's just bad form then. <laughs> no, I never I never hold anything. I don't hold a grudge against people for most anything yeah. in life. Why would I ever hold a grudge against things in a game? Yeah. You know, they've come to my house or I've come to their house or whatever. We've come together to have this experience. Mm-hmm. Why would I get mad about it? Yeah. You know, whether I win or lose, who cares? Yeah. We had a great experience. Together. But you are going to steal stuff from each other, and you're going to you're yeah. going to be mean to each other, and you're going to look at Fred across the table and go, "Oh, there's one guy I don't want to win. It's Fred, and That's he's right. going to finish in second place only by a sheriff decision, even with you doing all of that." Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, Do you really want to blow up your day? Sure. Okay, so I was looking at the rule book. Yeah. And it actually says, in case of a tie, the first thing you're supposed to do is look at the property cards, and whoever has the most in that realm. Wins. If pretty, it's still I'm pretty sure a tie, that was me. It doesn't matter. If it's still a tie, <laughs> then it's the sheriff. But I didn't want to ruin Anna's day. I just want to ruin yours. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Marriage. <laughs> He's stuck with me. <laughs> so <clears throat> how easy is this to teach, Nicole? It's super easy to teach. I'd say a one. This is literally, I think, a one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. It's super easy to yeah. teach. Yeah. I mean, even the even the uh, cards that you get from the general store that yeah. have, like, little alternate things that you mm-hmm. can do, there's nothing really that you have to... I mean, even when Anna had a little confusion with that one, she read it a second time and she was fine. Yeah. Now, we don't usually feature me teaching the game, but we record a lot of them during the sessions just because conversation springs out of these things and sometimes it's fun to hear later on. But the uh, this game, I think I taught in in like less than ten minutes. Yeah, it wasn't absolutely. even that. It was probably like five six minutes, and everybody was rolling dice. I think it actually took you longer to read the rules out than to actually explain the rules no. when you can do that, the that's, visuals. That's three minutes, <laughs> and you ran out of music. I know it was unfortunate, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, so it's a one on teaching. But what would you rate this game? I mean, how fun is this game to you? I really like it. I I, I think it's definite. I think it's a four. I'm gonna yeah. give it a four. I'd love to give it a five just because I really do like this game a whole lot, and I never mm-hmm. want to see it go away, and I want to play it again. Um, but it's there's there's something that doesn't put it to that five edge for me. I don't yeah. know what it is. 
probably I probably, just I'm gonna, how light it is. I'm going to agree with you. It's it's a four. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's a competent game. It's it. I think it you know sort of manipulates dice in a way that that makes it sort of interesting and fun without it just being all luck. I mean, I don't really. I mean, dice rolling is the epitome of luck, and yeah. I don't feel like this game is completely just based on luck. No. You Even know? though it probably just it probably is if yeah. you did the statistics on it, but but the feeling but, it gives you does not make you feel like you're getting no. ripped off by just a bad die roll. Yeah, I feel I feel twice as ripped off when I play Warhammer 40k and have bad dice rolls than I do in this game. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, but uh, <clears throat> so I mean I'd say a four is probably pretty accurate. Yeah, it's 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 definitely one that that we don't have anything quite like it in our collection, and it it's still. Uh, you know, it still feels like a really good game. Something I could pull out and it's no big deal. Now, I did hear, and uh-huh. this is something I've got to investigate, is I think that there's some sort of expansion for this that there supposedly makes more buildings or something for, for you to for it, to. but I haven't seen it yeah. anywhere. I think it's one of those things but that has come and gone. Well, maybe. Or maybe we just didn't look that hard. Mm-hmm. I've heard that it, uh, that actually bumps the, the game up a little bit even more. Well, see, then maybe it'd be a five if we had the expansion. I doubt we it. We might have to look into that. Unless it and... comes with handguns and you play Russian roulette. No, I'm just kidding. That's cash and guns. <laughs> no. Wrong game. <laughs> what if they decided to reskin that game and give it a Western theme? You'd like that. Possibly. I think I like Old West more than I like Modern Gangster. I kind of do, except I really like Goodfellas better than any Western I've ever seen. So how ironic is that? Weird, because I think that The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly is better than any gangster movie ever made, including The Godfather. I don't like The Godfather that much. We talked about this. Oh, I know. I'm saying including Goodfellas, then. Okay, well... Choke on that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that does bring us to the end of that review, and you know what else that does? What? That brings us to the end of our episode. Weird, right? I was having a good time. <laughs> I think well, I do that every time, though. Aww. <laughs> I know. Now, uh, we, as usual, would love to hear. We love to hear from our listeners. We really do. Yeah, it's fun. And, uh, and we like conversing back. Yeah, we invite you guys to send your question and comments to us. Uh, you can voice these either on our Board Game Geek Guild, or you can uh, on our website, talkaboutboardgames.com, or you can email us at either fred at talkaboutboardgames.com or nicole at talkaboutboardgames.com. Now, as usual, you can find us on Twitter at TA Board Games or on Facebook and Instagrams, Instagrams <laughs> at talkaboutboardgames. <laughs> now, in two weeks, we're going to be back with another episode. And in that episode, Nicole and I play a game just by ourselves. We play Sentinels of the Multiverse. So thank you once again for listening and keep listening if you want it. We'd appreciate it. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>